Everybody, it's 8.43 Thursday morning. I'm so excited for the show that we have. I'm hanging out with my good friend, Chevy. Chevy, what's up, man? How are you what doing? What is going on, my brother? Dude, you look good this morning. Hey, thank you. What you been up to? Uh, you know, i just been, what I do, I cut hair, I take pictures, I hang out with you sometimes, um, randomly raise four <laughs> boys in between all that. It's, it's intense. Dude, life is good, though. Life is great. Man, I'm feeling like we are going to have one of the best shows ever today. I'm, I'm with you on that. I feel a passion stirring in this studio. I, I like that. I like the feeling. I like the presence. I like the spirit, as they say. I'm hanging out with my man Eldridge over here, intern Eldridge, just rocking and rolling. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we're best friends now. Yeah, there's a there's a good energy in here. It's going to be an exciting show. We have Bay Area Alliance for Youth and Family scheduled to come in at 9 o'clock, and then we're going to be talking to two reality of wrestling superstars at 10 o'clock. What are their names? That is Brendan Steen and Mr. Will all day. And my question is, you have two chairs sitting over here, putting them next to each other. It's risky. W- w- it's risky. With their rivalry they've had for the last few weeks, months even, I could say. Um, I-, I don't know. I don't know if you want to do that. But that's, I like what's going on. <laughs> I hope you have your equipment insured. You know what I'm saying? Just in case. You never know. We do. And we thought about this. I was thinking about this last night again. Maybe we have to move Chevy over here, and maybe we got Will, and we have Brandon over here. Bro, you should have told me. I own a referee shirt. Okay. I could have brought it in. Here's the other thing. We were talking about the glass outside of our studio. Yeah. We're due for a, a new a new glass oh replacement, God. and if if push comes to shove, I'm going to be like, don't break anything. But if you were to break anything, break the glass. That You know- Wrestling history, that's the barbershop window is one of the greatest moments in wrestling history where Shawn Michaels threw Mario Gennetti through the window. And if I can be a part of any bit of that, my life would be made. Yeah, so hey, this is Kickstart. We got 49 seconds left, and then we're going to be going on to the FM as well. What's up, Facebook? In the comments, let me know. What do you have going on today? What's up, Saul, Josh, Alana, Mr. Alan Hutchins from A&A Machine and Fabrication. We appreciate you guys taking the time to tune in. Feel free to share this video out. Smash the share button. Let's spread some positivity and let people know what's going on in the community. Chevy, you you have the opportunity to tune in, and you've had the opportunity to come and fill in and sit in the chair. Yes, never, never. I have big, big shoes to fill. I don't know if I can, you know. Big, uh, big clown shoes. <laughs> big, big shoes. <laughs> so, again, we got 13 seconds. Share this video out. Let us know what you got going on. We're getting into this right now. Actually, jamming some Toby Mac compliments of intern Ethan right now on the FM. Here we go. Good morning. This is KHEA Radio, 99.5 FM. This is Kickstart. I'm Gardy. I'm Chevy. It's 8.46 on a Thursday morning. We have an awesome show that's lined up for you today. We're going to be talking about positivity in the community. We're going to be talking about some local wrestling. We're also going to be talking about a, a program that does really good things to keep kids off of alcohol and to make sure that they don't get involved in drugs while they're you know under, under uh, a certain age. Right, but whatever they go over that age, you're like, oh, I know. It's, it's free for all now. Like, well, you, it's a you different, know. it's a different set of responsibility. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I'm just kidding. But yeah, yeah no, that's amazing work. Um, I, when you said, "Hey, I'm uh, Gardy," I literally almost was like, "I'm Kurt," like from <laughs> listening to it so much. But I was like, "Oh no, I'm not Kurt. I'm not jumping out of airplanes or eating uh, jalapenos in my eye or what. I don't know what Kurt does, but uh, whatever, whatever Kurt needs to do, he does." I just typed. Someone said, "Good morning." I just said, "Kurt," back to uh, Angela. So, good morning. Good morning. We should have just pretended like you were, like, not even, not even said it. anything like, hey, I'm going to Everybody's like, what's going on? Right. I'm Kurt. Just a different voice, yeah. different energy. If you're listening on 99.5 FM, Kurt, he's out of town. He's hanging out. If you're friends with him on Facebook, there's no way that you're going to miss uh, the knowing that he's out of town because he's proud of it. Right. And everybody knows 
including you. He's going on an adventure, man. He, yeah. The man deserves a break, like I said. You know, he's he's doing good stuff. I think last time I saw him, he was probably like, a, I don't know, juggling fire sticks and, uh, <laughs> you know, spitting alcohol on him or whatever Kurt does. But yeah, uh, he's awesome, man. It's, he's always into everything. Yeah, it's going to be a good time today. There's there's a lot of things that we are pumped about. One of the, the things that I'm most excited about that's coming up later this year, October 12th, is our talk of taco cook-off. All right. What we need is participants in the talk of taco. We've already had a ton of feedback. People have signed up, but we have room for like hundreds. What's up with the Netflix uh, stealing a little of your thunder, bro? Did you see that? Did you see oh, that I saw. I saw it. Let's talk about that see, a little bit. See, this is what happens. You know, we had an idea in February. It was called Talk of Taco. Right. TV, TV web series, right? Right, right, right. And it's still in the works. We actually have... A, a little well, bit, like episode is, and a half. In, in this area, you're not beating tacos. You know what I'm saying? Netflix can go wherever they want. If, <laughs> if they ain't coming to Houston, then what, what are you, you know what I'm saying? What are you doing? I'm standing outside of the restaurants, wherever they're at, and I'm having my arms folded <laughs> like this. That's what I'm doing, right. being like, uh, what are you doing, you know? Right. No, Just a big Netflix with a no sign on your shirt? <laughs> nah, man, we ain't having that. Netflix, you got to get out. <laughs> right. well, I appreciate Netflix, the taco love, you know? Right. I feel you. Just, just spreading the love across the country for tacos. Yeah. There's there's enough room for everybody to do everything. Have you ever had? I know this is on a uh, uh, crazy conversation, but have you ever had an El Valle from Santa Fe, Texas, uh, breakfast burrito, surprise burrito? No, I haven't. I'll see if I can bring them tomorrow if I get up early enough to get here. Um, I was going to bring one today, but I didn't wake up. Or I didn't leave the house in time. But um, uh, you know, they're they're up there. They're one of my favorite uh, breakfast burritos known to man. So, All right. Wow. I know. need to try that. Hey, I guess Galveston has its own burrito too. We had um, Maceos come in, and she. They, she didn't get the burritos from like their own restaurant. She was yeah. like, "Hey, you just go." And this is like a Galveston thing. It was like a burrito, and it's it's like what you get like at all these these places. What do you mean? I don't know. She said I can't remember was exactly it what it's burrito called or what. Well, that one wasn't from Bronco Burrito, which we've had and is yeah. great. But she said all of the Galveston like taco places, burrito places, yeah. they have it, and it's like a Galveston thing. And okay. if you know. If you're from there, what makes it different? I don't know. It was just different just toppings. Like, oh, we, we use salt water from the ocean. We just put it in there. But the, for the potatoes, for yeah, the papas, right? Yeah. Um, uh, compost. I think. Was you ever had one of those? They had oh the, yeah, the, bro. Los compost. They they got yeah. the like a Compas, five pound burrita. Compost. Yeah, yeah. Like the Domingo or whatever. It's like Woo. the size of two. Oh, you already know. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sometimes I just hold it like a small child. <laughs> hey, so we're we're gonna be talking a little bit about the weather for a bit, which is like an old man thing to do. No, but I'm down. fortunately we we're what, can we even have men. a conversation? Do we know what's going on? I don't think we know what's going on. And here's a comment. Sarah said it will barely rain. Maybe it'll barely rain here, but you never know with the right. weather. Even whenever it's not scheduled to rain Bro, here, it's gonna rain. After Harvey, like my it could rain like a couple my yards like floods. Like it's never flooded before Harvey. Really? We were three foot underwater or the house three underwater had it rebuilt amazing to god's glory but now when it rains you know a little more than just an average whatever like the whole neighborhood's like on edge like oh you know we're all like ptsd from hurricanes or whatever so yeah i'm not looking forward to next week but hopefully it'll stay out of the house that's our big our big deal yeah um, right, right now i think we need to you know see what I don't, i'm not sure what to do but louisiana is getting you know from what i've seen like the weather yeah. reports it was flooding yesterday and like the worst is still to come from what i understand yeah. So, you know, us having gone gone through that before here recently. Yeah. Well, I mean, them too. I mean, they had what? What was that? The Katrina, Katrina. of course. And then we had Harvey. So, um, you know, they know what's up. Like, yeah. So hopefully, uh, you know, the best of them and well, it's not too bad. I think the best thing that we can do after, you know, the water clears is just send send water, send money. If you can send yourself to go volunteer yeah. and help, that would be huge. 
there's people that came from all over the country that I, that I met and had the opportunity to work side by side with after after Harvey. Yeah. They were helping you know clean, rip out everything from people's houses, yeah. and and just deliver water and and just be a, a good human being. Right, and Texas just does it right, does it well. You know what I'm saying? So to lend that that Texas spirit, that Texas heartbeat, jump across the state line and you know kind of show that to people, I think it's amazing. Yeah. So, there's something that we've noticed lately. There's a lot of these, Lamarck just had one, it's called a hurricane huddle, but they try and get people prepared for potential storms. Mm-hmm. Are you prepared right now if, if something was to come to this area? Not at all. Even I went through it, and I'm just not, my wife was yelling at me yesterday about it. Like, we just survived a hurricane and we have nothing, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. um, you know, I just wasn't, you know, you hear the weather reports, and I, I've been through it once, so I should be better at what I'm doing, but I, uh, I'm not fully. I mean, we have water, we have things like that, but you know, if everything went crazy to just tomorrow, you know, um, so we were talking the next few days, hopefully getting, you know, getting the house prep, getting everything, kind of keep an eye on important stuff, get them off the ground, you know, um, some things uh, get gets wet and it is what it is, you know what I'm saying? Some of yeah. the bigger furniture you can get more or whatever, but uh, you know, just making the insurance is what it, where it needs to be and all that jazz, you know. So that's what's important. Did you have insurance the first time? And uh, we were we're in this we're renting kind of and we're in okay, like a okay. rent own situation. So um, we didn't we didn't. It was weird because the insurance was like we weren't the the owners, so we didn't really get insurance for that. And then the owners of the house weren't the primary residents, so the insurance wouldn't cover mm. you know um, all so, that. Well, I say you know FEMA and all that stuff. So yeah. But we had everything but flood the first time. The house was insured for everything but flood because, again, it's never happened ever in the history of that home. So, uh, you know, but uh, we know better now. We have it. So so now it roll. is insured for yeah, flood? Because yeah. yeah. that, that's like a weird thing. Insurance that I don't really understand, it's like, well, you're in a flood you know, zone, so you have right. to get it. You're not, so you don't. But then it's just like, well, I'm sure your rates are going to go up. You flooded here recently, so now you got to pay more right. because it has the opportunity or the likelihood to maybe do it again. Right. It is now. And like, it's weird too. Cause I've heard, you know, stories and where, Oh, well, if you have flood, but you don't have windstorm, if the water, I, you know, I don't remember the exact thing, but if the roof didn't blow off, then you weren't covered because the roof had to come up for water to get in your house for windstorm to come. Yeah. And so it's a, you know, loopholes, loopholes, loopholes trying to get out of that. So, yeah. So if you're, if you're watching what's going on in the, in the Gulf right now, just be prepared, you know, for anything to, even after this storm passes, you know, they're still, uh, you know, we're still in that season and just keep keep those people in prayer. And then more than just praying, do put some action behind it. See if we can, you know, if you have some money to spare, send some funds or just go down there, volunteer, send some water. There's there's all kinds of things you can do that don't even cost a dime. You know, yeah. there's all kinds of things you can do that doesn't take hardly any time. Just yeah. spreading, spreading positivity and being a good person, really. Right. Flashlights, candles, water, mm-hmm. you know, canned food, whatever, just to make sure. In case you get stuck in a house for a day or so, you mm-hmm. know. Right now it's 854. This is radio.com 99.5 FM. If you're watching on Facebook, share this video out. If you're listening on 99.5 FM, we appreciate you. You can also download the KHEA Radio app. In doing so, you can stream us from anywhere in the world. Do you have the KHEA Radio app yet, Chevy? The app, I don't. Dude, the I app. It's, it's brand new, so okay, I understand. Look, look, he's, I'm on the show. He's He's... It's pretty new, so yeah, I, yeah. I understand. A lot of people don't even realize that we have one yet. It's easy. You just go to the app store. What are some features that the app has that would, that would entice me, a man like me, a young man, young father on the go, to get the app? Let's talk about it. Since I've downloaded the app, I feel like I've gotten smarter. You know, okay. I feel okay. like I've gotten smarter. 
And one of the reasons is the member benefits. You go and you can literally get discounts at all of these local places. So <laughs> all I'm kinds in. of places. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so that's that's awesome. You can also check out our calendar feature, which lets you know what's going on in the community. So it's like, hey, what do I want to do tonight? Man, there's all kinds of stuff going on in our area. It's all things that yeah. we are connected to and I get we support. Those, I get those uh things on Facebook, you know, it's like, oh, Event tonight, so and so's going to an event, and you click on it, and then, well, that's on the other side of Houston. I ain't trying to drive on a Thursday night to the other side of Houston. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I like that you're bringing it more local. Boom, right exactly. in my area. And then you can also listen and stream our, our show, like what we're saying right now. There's people listening on the KHEA radio app. You can also, uh, if you have a prayer request, put that in there, and it'll, awesome. it'll pop in front of us, and we'll be able to get it in our thoughts and, and uh, you know, say, lift it up in prayer, you yeah. know, with you and believe. Uh, there's also, there's a ton of different stuff. I mean, the cool thing about having your own platform is you can kind of get as creative as you want. Right. You know, you're limited by, you know, the beauty of Facebook. There's a lot of things that Facebook does, and we appreciate it, and we're going to use it as long as we're allowed to. Yeah, yeah. But some, sometimes there's things that we don't like, and so it's like, oh, we, we use our own platform. Right. We, as, long, as creative as you get, you can make it happen. So Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, so good morning. Hey, what's up, Kurt? Watching from Florida, I assume. If, or you're on the way back. I don't know what's going on, but uh, this is KHEA Radio 99.5 FM. I'm hanging out with Chevy. You got Eldridge in here. We're going to have Bay Area Alliance for Youth and Families here in studio in uh, a couple minutes. If you have any questions, if you have any thoughts, feel free to let us know. Shout out to to Lizzie and Southern Sass Vinyl and more and uh, Nate Laws, who are just tuning in. So what's Come up, on, guys? baby. It's my brother, Nate Laws. Dude, Nate, he's going to be... Um, I mean, he's wrestling Friday night, right? He is wrestling Friday night. You, you, UPW, I, you, you, you did up, but UPW, Undisputed Pro Wrestling, ran by Mr. Bart Harris. Met Bart the other day. I've I met him before, but I actually sat down and talked with him. Amazing guy, just really passionate. Used to wrestle, and just one of those guys, man, I want to give back to the to the thing I love. And instead of, hey, I'm you know an older guy who probably shouldn't be in the ring, but I'm going to try anyways. He's like, no, no, no. I'm going to open my own, you know. Uh, you know, Bart, uh, speaking of Bart Harris, if you ever get him on the show, and I know he works, I was actually talking to him about it. He is one of the first, and I think maybe the first, professional sumo wrestlers out of Texas. Straight sumo, bro. What? Yes, sumo. And so he was a professional sumo wrestler for years of his life, blew out his ankles, you know, doing sumo wrestling. But I found that super interesting. Whenever I think of a, a sumo wrestler, I've seen his picture. I've seen right, Bart's picture. Right. He doesn't look like he doesn't he's jump that big. Out sumo, no, but I mean the man was strong. I mean he could push, and uh, man, he's been all over the country. He was telling me, you know, wrestling pro sumo, like professional sumo. Um, and I want to say, and don't, I could be telling the story wrong, but he was like <laughs> the first one actually licensed professional sumo um, out of Texas. That's so, awesome. And yeah, my my brother, Mr. Nate Laws, wrestling um, UPW Friday night in Santa Fe, Texas. Uh, you guys look that up, check it out. Nate tears it up every time he steps on the stage. You know, a lot of like just electrifies the people. So um, I think he's in a triple threat tag team for the belts. Ooh. So yeah, yeah. So there's going to be a lot of bodies getting thrown around the ring, and, and Nate's one of the biggest ones there. So he's going to be doing a lot of throwing. So I appreciate that man and his passion for what he does. And just talk about positivity, man. He's one of the most positive people I know. Where you follow him on um, Instagram, Facebook, Mister Nate Laws, Mister Four Hundred Nine, uh, and you know, man, he'll just lift your spirit sometimes when you're feeling down. So yeah, you know, being being raised in Lamarck, I love to meet other people that are from this area and yeah. are proud to be from Lamarck. You know, a lot of people, you know, they move or like, I can't wait to get out or other things, but we want to shine the light what's going on in our area and specifically Lamarck because we broadcast from here. Yeah. There's a lot of really cool things that are taking place. There's a brand new food truck park, Market on 3, that's going to be awesome. opening up right in, uh, in Lamarck. There's downtown 
uh, businesses that are opening up, brand new construction. So there's like the stuff on the west side and there's stuff like on the other side, but there's new stuff on both sides and we want to be able to talk about all those. And then still like the gyms like Snow King that, I mean, I was there like two days ago getting my snow cone on and oh, then also awesome. having the, the beef jerky. So shout out to those Lamarck businesses as well and the Nate Laws being proud to represent 409. Come we appreciate on, you. We're going to take a quick break. This is KHEA Radio 99.5 FM. When we come back, we're going to be talking to the Bay Area Alliance for Youth and Family. Stay tuned. Yeah, you can uh, bring them in. Woo. So here, we're still rolling Facebook Live. Yeah, right? Facebook. What's up, family? What up? So what's you didn't up, know, you, you were like, I don't know what's happened to Kurt. So you and Kurt are not roommates. Y'all don't. I thought y'all attached to the hip. I thought y'all do that. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what y'all need. Y'all need a, a sitcom. No, I need reality your show. I need your T-shirt that you put on your kids. Sometimes me and uh, oh, you saw that. I saw that. Yeah, totally. I don't know. I don't know. Some people were Hello. offended. Like, hey, how are you? Hello. Good. How's it going? Hi. I'm Jonathan Cottrell. Jonathan, my how name is Guardy. I'm Chevy. Hey, nice to be Chevy. Hi. How Hi, are you? Y'all doing good? We are. I think. Awesome. We're here. Don't get y'all's mic situated. Get comfortable. Amanda's a pro. She could probably teach me a thing or two Uh-oh. in the studio. Jonathan, you're probably a pro too, huh? Uh, I've done it a few times. Awesome. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, so, Jonathan, how, how are you associated with the, the Alliance? Um, well, I'm very involved in the community, and so uh, I'm one of the dancers for their upcoming Dance with oh, Stars. That's awesome. Yeah. So, are you um, being involved in the community? What all do you What all do you do? Wow, do we have enough time? Yes, we do. <laughs> Come on, Jonathan. We have one hour. <clears throat> well, let's see. Uh, so, Claire Lake Area Chamber of Commerce serve on their executive board of directors. I'm the chairman of the board for the um, Clear Creek Education Foundation, and uh, president of my kids' PTA. Um, I'm a uh, on the advisory board for the Assistance League of the Bay Area, and so I don't know. I could go what on. What are you doing? Your like I know, right? Full-time job. <laughs> as a full time job, I'm a father of three daughters, and uh, and I'm also a realtor. So I'm a broker. I own my own brokerage, and I do uh, residential and commercial real estate. Awesome. Uh, and there you go. Yeah, that's cool. He wasn't kidding. That's that's a lot. <laughs> <There's> yeah, a <laughs> lot. <laughs> I hit the ground running. Right. Yeah. So we Every got day. we got about fifty seconds left, and we're gonna go on on the fm amanda how have you been doing good good i'm excited to see you thank you yeah i'm excited to be here mm-hmm. um when is the next like the the next meeting because there was like a monthly one and and uh, i think we got through the school year yes so we won't meet again until august and i think it's august 24th okay don't quote me august 24th there's something going on the 23rd we just talked about it yesterday let's see it's with the cha- it's the tech city lamarck chamber Oh, it's August twenty second. I was wrong. Okay, so that would be a Friday. Oh, it's the sh- that was Ours the Thursday. The yeah. shrimp boil. Okay. The shrimp boil. Thing okay. Hey, what's up, Colleen? Colleen Merritt and my mom just tuned in. How are you guys doing? <laughs> Hi, Cardi's mom. Here we go. We got five seconds, and we're going on right now. Good morning. This is KHEA Radio 99.5 FM. This is Kickstart. My name is Gardy. And I am Chevy. And it is 902. We're talking to the Bay Area Alliance for Youth and Families about all the events they have going on. Right now it's summer. And I think that is almost like a, is it like a relaxing point? If there is a relaxing point for the Bay Area Alliance for Youth and Families? I would say not this summer in particular because we moved. Um, 
And so that's been quite uh, an undertaking, just getting our our space set up and ready to go. And we have, because Dancing with the Stars is in September, there's so much. So we have rehearsals every weekend and uh, lots to do there. Plus we're working on a project with the city of Webster for next week. And so it's been a pretty busy summer, but good, very good. That's good. Hey, can you introduce your friend next to us? We just talked to him a little bit on, on Facebook, but I believe he's one of the contestants in, yes. in so Dancing with Stars. Yes, this is Jonathan Cottrell, and he was actually the first dancer chosen for this year's <laughs> uh, cast of stars. Uh, and he's dancing with his uh, his partner, Rebecca uh, Lilly, uh, from Memorial Hermann Southeast. And we're super excited to have him. I think they're having a good time. Jonathan, are you yes. excited? Are I you am. a dancer? I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. I'm a dancer in my house. I'm a, I'm a singer in my car. Um, but I'm not a dancer by any means, but I am loving it. What what can the people look for? Like, what's your what's your strong dance that you're going to set that floor on fire with? <sighs> Hopefully they look at it like I see myself, uh -huh. which is being smooth. Okay. You know, Ooh. Just, yeah. So. What kind of dance are y'all doing? I forgot. Um, it, it's it's more of a slow embrace kind of okay. dance. No. Okay. Yeah. And y'all are dancing to Shallow, right? Oh, shh. oh, we're giving away too much. My bad. My bad. My bad. <laughs> Those are teasers. You know, she's yeah. throwing them out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yes, we are. Who's instructing? Who's who's teaching the dances? Well, it's actually uh, a couple. Their name uh, um, Daniel and Mariel Blaine, and they actually own uh, the Fred Astaire Studios in Pearland. And so they choreographed last year, and they're back to do it again. And it's been really great. Mm -hmm. I think they're fun to work with. They're totally different. They're opposites, so it's um, kind of interesting to see each of their techniques as they uh, teach our uh, novices. Mm -hmm. So, Dancing with the Stars, if somebody's never heard of it or even seen you know, the show on ABC or whatever network, this is a, a local version. Can you explain, I guess, the setup and you know, if this is what this is benefiting? Well, um, so it is a little bit different than um, the television show because instead of having one professional dancer and one amateur, we have two amateurs dancing together. So we have uh, six couples. They're all local um, people in our community, and uh, they're coming together. They're rehearsing uh, with the choreographers, and they'll all take the stage on September 7th at South Shore Harbor Resort, um, and all of the proceeds benefit the Bay Area Alliance for Youth and Families. If somebody, you know, so Chevy and me were talking yesterday, he was like, so who's who's coming in? I said, Bay Area Alliance for Youth and Families. And I was trying to explain, you know, what they, uh, what y'all, you do and how long y'all have been doing it. So for she Chevy, I know you have some questions. What are the first things that come to your mind whenever you uh, well, think of that? Can I, can I tell them the story? I, I said, yeah, you I said, can. Uh, I said, what do they do? And Gardner's like, I, I don't know. They work with, uh, with like, teenagers and drugs. I'm like, so mm. they teach teenagers <laughs> how to do drugs? And he's like, no, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> so um, I want to know what you do and how long you've been doing it and why, of everything you can do in the world, did you set foot going into this? Um, well, the Bay Area Alliance is a community coalition, and our primary goal is to help kids make good decisions, uh, especially when it comes to drugs and alcohol. Awesome. And so um, we've been in existence since uh, 2003. I've been here since uh, 2010. Uh, but I've been working in community coalitions like this for um, better part of 15, 16 years. Um, and the reason I do it is I believe that um, it's important to give kids permission to make good choices because sometimes I think they have the false sense that um, everybody is doing 
you know, drugs or alcohol and that they should follow suit. Um, I have uh, two brothers who are actually in recovery from substance abuse. And uh, I feel uh, a strong passion to um, show kids that there is such a, a different way that doesn't include drugs and alcohol. That's amazing. That's amazing. Can you, is there, um, can you remember a point in your life that you were like, this is what I want to do. I want to dedicate my life to this. No, but I'll tell you, like my family would tell you this for sure, Mm -hmm. is that I've been an activist since I was, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, three probably, uh, whether it was saving the whales or the pandas or, um, when I was in high school, it was in the midst of the HIV crisis. Um, and so, um, I was telling my, you know, um, fellow classmates, you know, guys, this is serious. And I was working with a local um, AIDS foundation in my community. Um, I have spent time overseas uh, doing some similar projects. I mean, just, I just believe in fighting for the underdog. Yeah. Always. So this isn't just like a job for you. No, no, it's definitely just something that I really love to do. Jonathan, was it easy Mm -hmm. for you to to say yes, you never. Whenever you yeah. were asked, the first person, you were like, oh, "Yeah, okay, I'll do it." Or like, "Let me think about it." Yeah, absolutely. There, there was no doubt in my mind that I wanted to do it, and uh, and and I actually was there last year for the very first year. And and of course, knowing what Amanda and the Alliance does for the community, anything I can do to help fundraise for it, and which includes me getting out on the dance floor, possibly embarrassing myself, uh, was definitely willing to do it. But you know, I, we we partner in the community on so many things. And, and I think, you know, reaching out to guys like myself who are very involved in the community helps with exposure and what they do and what they believe in is very important to the community. You know, the coolest thing about the voting process is it's open and you can start voting now. Yes. Is that correct? How how can somebody start voting? Um, actually, Text team one. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> only team one. Yeah. Uh, so Jonathan happens to be team one, if you can imagine. There you go. Uh, so what you do is you text the number of your the couple you want to vote to uh, for. For example, uh, to two eight one eight five three nine zero four one. So you just type in the number. And then it kind of leads you through the process of of recording your vote. So each vote is one dollar. And again, all those proceeds go to the Alliance. Uh, but team one is Jonathan Cottrell and Rebecca Lilly. Team two is Jim Sweeney. Uh, he owns Minuteman Press in uh, Clear Lake. And then uh, Paige Rander, she is one of our board of trustees for Clear Creek ISD. Team three is Kelly Mooney. She is the principal at Ross Elementary School in Lake City. And Lou Davila, who owns uh, Lou's Barbershops. And then uh, team four is Kimberly Harding. She's a local realtor. And Iwante Curry, he's a social media influencer. Uh, Team five is Trish Hanks, uh, who was the former superintendent for Friendswood ISD, and now she's on Friendswood City Council. Uh, She's dancing with Bo Rogers, who is uh, the police chief for the city of Webster and happens to be the husband of last year's winner, Mayor Donna Rogers. Uh, And then last but not least, certainly not least, is team six, uh, and that's Mean Gene Hill. He is a professional boxer out of Dickinson, and uh, he's dancing with Jan Lehman, who is uh, an insurance agent in League City. So, so how hard was? I mean, so you're going to these people, and you're like, "Look, we need to really help the families and these kids off of drugs." And most people are like, "Oh, they're going to ask me for money," and you're like, "So this is what I need from you." I need you to put on some tap shoes and get on this dance floor to change the community. How hard was it to get these people? You know, uh, 
they're all just really great sports. And, awesome. um, you know, we, I won't tell you that we didn't have a few no's because we did have a few no's. But um, these folks, I won't say that some of them don't still have a little fear and trepidation uh, <laughs> as they go through the process. But um, they were just all really gracious because it's a lot of time right. that they're investing because they're rehearsing every week. Plus they're, um, you know, working on costumes and shoes and then also trying to promote being voted for, you know, on social media and things like that. So um, it was definitely um, obviously a labor of love. And it's from people who love our community. It's amazing. So this is a really cool fundraiser. Can we talk about some of the... I guess where do these proceeds go? Because the the, Ali- the Bay Area Alliance for Youth and Families puts on these events for kids throughout the year. Well, like one uh, of the things that we do is uh, the prevention of prescription drug misuse and abuse. And so uh, like one of the things we're doing next week, we're partnering with the city of Webster. They've put in a permanent drop box where people can bring their old expired medications. So we'll be um, sort of doing a ribbon cutting and a big kickoff for that. So we'll do a lot of promotion because we have two local drop boxes, one in Webster and one in Nassau Bay. Um, And so that's one of the things we also do uh, medication take back events. Uh, We're at like eight locations twice a year where people can just drive through, drop off their medications, and go on with their day. Uh, and we've collected well over 21,000 pounds of medications just through the drop-off uh, events, not including the drop boxes. Is there a big crisis with, with young people in, in finding prescription medication? I think there's a crisis not just with young people. Yeah. I think prescription drug abuse knows no bounds. I'll be honest with you. I um, had a conversation. Uh, a community member called me yesterday because uh, a family member is having a really uh, big struggle with um prescription drug abuse and it's an older person Uh, and there are lots of new studies out that are showing that that some of the trends are showing that senior citizens are struggling more with prescription drug misuse and abuse than even young people so it knows no age Mm -hmm. is there a good way to bring that up like if you have a family member that you're concerned about that can be very touchy and cause all kinds of issues i feel and that was the conversation that that we had last night um So we just kind of talked through um, what I did with this um, person was we kind of talked through what medications they knew this person was taking. Um, We identified that uh, quite a few of them had acetaminophen in them and acetaminophen can cause liver toxicity. So when you combine that with alcohol, which is another issue that we find with seniors, um, then you're really putting a lot of pressure on that liver. And so sometimes when you can use some of that factual information, that's good. And then we also talked about some of the reasons that um, we can encourage people to quit or to change their patterns of behavior. So maybe it's grandchildren. Maybe it's a trip they have or a 50th anniversary or a 60th anniversary party coming up. And so giving people reasons to make a choice or a change, I think that that's really important, too. Um, we hear, we hear uh, you know, like the guys coming up next after you guys are wrestlers. And so I happen to know a lot of them. And you always hear these stories of you're doing something that's beating your body every day and it starts off innocent like oh i sprang this or i hurt this i'm taking these pain pills i hear it about masons guys who lay bricks construction workers um everyday thing what are some signs that you would say that if you have a family member that's in one of these you know these these jobs that are put tons of constraint on their body they're, they're start off with you know some pills here and there to, to get through the day to wake up to get up in the morning what are some signs that you would say would would 
you'd see for, for people to look out for? So I'll, I'll be honest. That is yeah. um, one of uh, my brothers. He developed uh, a prescription drug problem uh, because he had a back injury and mm -hmm. he uh, he's a pipeline inspector. Um, and so the doctor prescribed him medication and he began to take it. So I think um, helping your loved one monitor that medication. So um, if you're running out of the prescriptions too quickly, I think that is definitely a sign because then what do you do next? And you start to see signs of panic, uh, like lots of mood changes, mood swings. That happens when you have um, an issue. Uh, something is crazy, like if you live with somebody, but like opioids uh, tend to cause crazy constipation. And so, like, it can cause stomach issues and things like that that, that may not be normal. Um, it's really, um, it's sad because I think we have a misconception. A physician wrote me this prescription. It must be okay. Uh, but I think most of those physicians are expecting you to use it appropriately. Um, and thankfully, a lot of our physicians are getting the message we don't need to write a prescription for 60 hydrocodone. You can do 15 at a time. And I think those are the new prescribing norms that we're really trying to push. But then there are some physicians out there who you go in, you say, my back hurts, and they'll give you 90 Soma, 90 Vicodin, and 90 Xanax, tell you to go to their pharmacy, pay me 200 bucks under the table, and we're good. Do you do you have, like, say somebody's seen these signs in a person, um, can they come to you guys and maybe you can help guide them into something, hey, instead of the pre prescription drugs, we can maybe send you to this physical therapist or this or that. Are y'all connected on that level? Well, I'm I'm not a therapist, okay. so um, I don't feel adequate. Like, right. I can help families who are trying to find resources, and so that's what I did last night. I mm -hmm. gave them some resources of folks that we know who are professionals um, to really help them find their path um forward um but yeah we're happy to be a resource because that's that's what we do we're a community coalition so we I mean, it's a step in the right direction for or, sure yeah and, and we we know other people who can get you to the right place yeah right now it's 9 17 this is khearadio.com 99.5 fm this is kickstart we're going to be on till 11 a.m we're talking to the bay area alliance for youth and families about dancing with the stars we're also talking about everything else going on with the with the coalition and the organization you know jonathan you mentioned you have you have some daughters, right? Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I like that the Bay Area Alliance does is a campaign called Be the Reason. And being an example, like being a good father, being a good parent, being like, hey, you don't need to, like, I'm not going to say, hey, well, you can do it at home. You know, like, oh, yeah, mm -hmm. get some alcohol. And, and is that something that you kind of relate to, you know, being being a dad, trying to be a good example, being the reason why they don't need to go and explore some of these uh, yeah. these routes? Yeah, my uh, so I went to Texas A&M, and my mm -hmm. very first whoop, semester, me whoop, too. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and my very first semester there, the parking tag said "Lead by Example," and and so I think that goes true with "Be the Reason." I with with three daughters, I encourage them to um, to basically be empowered, um, to have a voice, to stand up for themselves, um, to let them know that it's okay to say no or to speak up about something. Um, you know, we all are given these opportunities and, and we all have, a, a, can make that choice. Um, so with my involvement, whether it's with education, um, philanthropy across the board, um, I'm all about where we um, live, work and play. And, and I want to make it good for everybody. And, and as much as I can do to help my kids in the community is what I do. So that leading by example is something I've taken very seriously for a very long time. 
Jonathan, you're also a, a realtor, right? Yes. Did you help Bay Area Alliance find those new offices? No. <laughs> uh, Way to bring that up. Thankfully, no, no. Thankfully. Oh no, no. Since... We know how realtors are. It's cutthroat. It's cutthroat. Yeah. No, area. we're we're actually a department of Clear Creek ISD, and um, they uh, just transformed the old Clear Lake High School ninth grade campus into admin offices, and so they opened one of those for us. And it's nice because it's bigger than our old space, and um, they just fit it uh, to our needs perfectly. So. Um, Actually, no realtors were involved in the making <laughs> of our She's like, look, office. I didn't hurt anybody's I, feelings. My, my feelings are not hurt. I, I, I represent a lot of local businesses with um, with finding new locations, whether it's land or buildings. Uh, I currently have a church under contract that's buying uh, their new home. And and so uh, so partnering with people in the community to find those, those homes, um, being commercial or even residential is something I take pride in. I do not like moving. Moving is not fun. Oh, it's the worst. It's not fun. How did it go for you guys? Oh, well, we had an amazing because uh, the district uh, hired some movers who came in and they were they were really great to work with. Um, but just finding everything again, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but we're we're getting mm-hmm. there. We're getting there. All right. You know, also being in real estate, what do you see happening? You know, in our area, Leak City, all the way down to Galveston, we're excited about the growth that's already taking place mm-hmm. and even the the road construction. What that's going to uh, lead to our area? Yeah. Well, uh, you know, believe it or not, Leak City is only 50% built out. And and people have a hard time believing that. And I've lived here since 518 was only two lanes. Uh, I first moved to countryside back in the early 80s. And so I've seen that growth over almost 40 years. And and there there's just a lot of new growth to come. You know, we'll have the new, uh, the new um, what, bypass or uh, the Grand Parkway. Uh, that's going to come through right between Leak City and Dickinson as well. So there, there's just developments that haven't even started to break ground. Um, in real estate on the residential side, um, new construction's great. Uh, new construction hurts resale values, but um, uh, right now it's a buyer's market. Uh, there are a plethora of homes out there. Um, and and we, you know, we went a time when we didn't have a whole lot of new construction options. Uh, Westover Park popped up, Westwood popped up, Magnolia Creek's now um, building new again, Hidden Lakes. Uh, so, you know, all through Leak City now, we have a lot of new construction options. And, of course, there, there's the ripple effect that affects the resale homes as well. But there, there's a lot of homes on the market. I think we're about three times as many as last year at this time. You mentioned buyer's market. That just means that there's a lot of options for people to buy, and, which makes the rates kind of, you know, the, the price, I guess, competitive whenever well, you're pricing your home. Is that what Yeah. Yeah. It, what, in a buyer's market, the buyers are pretty much in charge of that negotiation from that aspect of having all of the options. And, and sellers, uh, they're, you know, for those 10 buyers that are out there, you're hoping one of them likes your house mm-hmm. because those 10 buyers actually have 100 options and you hope to be that one for them. So the so when those when those buyers do get under contract on that house, uh, I hate to tell every seller out there, but they're going to be willing to do pretty much anything to save that contract. It's kind of a song and dance, which kind of directly connects to the the mm-hmm. Dancing with the Stars. That so was you a can kind of there you kind of go. go back and forth I, there, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I have to tiptoe a lot in my business. <laughs> so yeah. you've been training for this a really long time, I, yeah. mentally and emotionally. <laughs> I've been training for years. Right. Let me let me ask you this, kind of taking it back. How old are your daughters, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, yeah. So six, eleven, and sixteen. Okay. So I'll have one in elementary, one in intermediate, and one in high school. All across the gamut. Yeah. Five years right. apart. That's a trifecta. Dude, yeah. how's life at your house? Yeah. How's I, I have a I have a daughter that's two and she runs the house. Yeah, <laughs> my so so 
for example, last night, uh, about 8.45 at night, my six-year-old decides she wants to dance. And so, uh, so everybody pauses at the TV, and, and we sit there <laughs> on the couches. <laughs> yeah, and and she starts singing and dancing, and and about three songs later, we're going, okay, great job. <laughs> all right, so uh, all right, it's bedtime, but uh, my house is like that. And and then actually, we went from there, and she said, can we go um, play the Wii? And we still have a Wii, and they love Mario Kart. So I said, all right, we'll play four games, and then uh, go to bed. So, but those four I, I games turn into sixteen games. <laughs> Actually, yeah. they hand me the remote after <laughs> yeah, yeah. the four, and they go, "Now we want to watch you play it, Daddy, because I win." And right. so, yeah, <laughs> like Daddy's good. It's like a, it's like a conquest thing. Like you reach a certain point, when, if they beat you, yeah. then they've leveled up, kind of in yeah. the household. I like that. Or win me another car, win me another character. Yeah, yeah. And, and so they hand me the remote, and yeah. How's a that. how's a teenage life with a daughter? Oh wow. Well, the, the last year has been a roller coaster, to say the least, because, uh, of course, when they're in that 15, 16, they're exploring and boyfriends, girlfriends, they're uh, going to the movies, they're going to the beach, they're doing things with their friends. So uh, it, it definitely has that learning curve. And then. Uh, and she's uh, a beautiful girl. So that is. Dangerous. Uh, Thank you. Yeah, very Thank dangerous. You. Yeah. I, and I've taken her out and taken her to some of our galas and events. Uh, uh, all of my daughters um, were in a fashion show that the Education Foundation puts on. Uh, they've been in the last couple of years, and so. But yeah, it's uh, it's definitely one of those where you need to, you know, yeah, you got to keep them close. Mm-hmm. Right. I have four boys, so I don't, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Everything in my house is broken right keep now. Keep them far but, away. <laughs> but when they're teenagers, I don't have as much to worry about. Yeah. No, I have makeup brushes laying all over my right. house, and. Yeah, it's it's not quite the same. Oh, I know. I'm a sucker, man. Little girl, my my nieces or our friends' daughters come, they bat their eyes on like whatever you want. Like I don't don't even care what your parents said. Here's a popsicle, like whatever you know. And uh, my my wife's constantly like, "That's why you can't have a daughter." Like I'm, I I know. I'm a sucker. I couldn't even. I couldn't even handle all that. Yeah, going shopping or even grocery shopping with my girls is is hard to do. (laughs) You know, I I sent two of them off yesterday. I said, "Girls, we're going to divide and conquer, and we're going to get this done in like ten minutes." And they're coming back going, can we have these? And here's some, can I have this ice cream? And they bat their eyes and, okay. I keep seeing yeah. that uh, that meme float around, like having a daughter is like having a, a little uh, poor best friend that thinks you're rich or something. Yeah, yeah I, I saw that one. Yeah. Yeah, so. I, was, yeah. I was driving home the other day and my wife had texted me and I immediately called her. She's like, hey, can you buy this slide for, for our daughter? And I was like man a slide honestly to be honest i was like i don't want to buy a slide like okay and then i called her and i heard my daughter on the bluetooth and she was like daddy can i have a slide i was like yes yeah <laughs> done wait for me i'm gonna get in the car i'll buy you whatever you yeah. want we'll go get a slide you know yeah. guardy comes home with two slides like just in case <laughs> like you never know I'm a, i'll just be a human slide <laughs> right. and i'll just like you just slide on my back right. just go. <laughs> so there's a there's a lot of stuff that we have going on today we have bay area alliance for youth and families in studio right now talking about dancing with the stars this is the second the second annual the first one, and I've learned this, it's the inaugural, inaugural right? Inaugural, yeah. Some, sometimes that's a touchy subject. It's the inaugural. If you say the first annual, it's like, no, that doesn't make sense. Right. So this is the second one. <laughs> yep. The first one looked like it was awesome and a, a very big success, right? Mm-hmm. It was beyond what we thought it would be for sure. Yeah. So it's a really cool tradition that started, and it's going to be at South Shore Harbor uh, Resort. Why did y'all pick that location, which is beautiful, but why, what, what about that spot pulled y'all in? Well, a couple of things. They're large enough to accommodate us, but uh, Roy Green and his team at South Shore are just so community-minded, and um, they understand the importance of what we're doing. Uh, they're members of the Alliance, and um, 
Roy, from the beginning, I when I had the idea, I went to him and said, okay, what do you think? Be honest with me. And he was like, I think this could work. And um, he brainstormed with us and, you know, Bridget and their whole team just really worked with us to figure out how to really make it the best event we can make it. Mm-hmm. So, where, where did this idea come from? I know you the show, obviously, but what... What? Where were you? What? Tell me the story. How did this come about? Well, you know, I um, my brain is never shuts off. Um, so my staff get lots of emails at like two o'clock in the morning, <laughs> and this was one of those. And um, it just it was just we've just fundraising is a challenge. I met with uh, a good friend of mine who's been in fundraising for nonprofits for a long time and um, has just moved to a different position where she's no longer fundraising. And we were talking yesterday at lunch about just it is such a challenge. Uh, And we have a community that's super giving, uh, but we have lots of nonprofits that are all um, sort of battling for the same pot of funds and the alliance although we've been in existence since 2003 we've only had our own nonprofit status since 2012 and before i got here they'd never never raised money they'd only written grants and so it's really hard to join the fundraising world brand new um and so trying to come up with something unique and different and something that wasn't happening here so that's kind of just how it was so this is year two, right? Y'all year said. two. Mm-hmm. So tell me, year one, were there any times when you were like, this was the worst idea I've ever had? We made a mistake. <laughs> like, I'm, you know, I'm out. Like. These dancers are horrible. I'll, yeah. I'll be honest. Um, no, it it was pretty amazing how it just happened. Um, we chose well when we found Mariel and Daniel to choreograph because uh, my original uh, vision was to have um, a dance studio sponsor each couple and so you'd have six different choreographers and it just didn't work but um, Mariel and Daniel have been really great they got the vision um, they're really easy to work with and I think that um, they are a huge reason why our dancers have enjoyed the process because they're fun um, and I mean, there were times I thought, I don't know how we're going to do this, but it was just, it was an amazing, amazing experience. So it's, it's the first night. We're going back to the first yeah. one. It's over. Everything went down. How did you feel? Oh, I was over the moon. Um, everybody was so positive. Um, the turnout was great. The dancers had a ball. Um, it was just, I, I knew it was a no-brainer that we would do it again. Mm-hmm. Made me feel inspired. Were you there at the first one? Yeah. yeah. Did you com- did you compete in the first one? No, no, no. I, w- I was there with Doug Meisinger, mm-hmm. and he competed, and mm-hmm. just just watched him. And and I think I I knew all of the competitors that were out there. And I was like, you know, it's about the cause. And I said, you know what, I'm a, I want to do that. So you, so watching them, you said you were inspired. <laughs> we were like, I could have done better than every no. <laughs> single one of those people out there. Put me in, coach. Like Amanda, you're two, yeah, right? I'm right. number one option. Draft pick. <laughs> I like Is that, that kind of yeah. how that happened? No, no. I, so my my personality, I'm one of these guys that I've been skydiving. And, and the first time, um, you know, it was one of those things that say, I just want to put my life out there and just you know take a chance. And and dancing in front of three, four, five hundred people is not something I ever wished to do. It's nothing I would wish on my biggest enemies. But I, but being there last year and the energy in the room and the excitement, it just made me feel inspired to get out there and do it too. And again, it's about the cause. I, you know, she was talking about about fundraising and how difficult it is. And, and I'm the chairman of an organization 
Um, we are we are competing for a lot of the same dollars, but we all have different causes, mm-hmm. and they're all noble, and they're all important. And and luckily for us, I think we kind of rise to the top whenever we are speaking with these people about our cause. Mm-hmm. And and so seeing last year happen uh, was definitely one of those times where I said, you know what, I I think I like to get out there and and take this chance. There's there's another event that y'all do is um, earlier in the year. What is that event? Is it on the road? On the road? On the road for a reason. Yeah. And I'll be honest with you, uh, Dance with Stars has been so successful. Our board um, at our retreat on August the 8th will determine if we'll do it again next year or if we'll put all of our energies into Dancing with the Stars. Because it's really, it's a balance. For us, we are... um, uh, more of a service organization and so if all of our eggs or if all of our time and energy is spent fundraising then it's sort of we got to find the balance mm-hmm. and so um we'll kind of look at that and 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 see so i see jamie uh tuned in all right hey jamie she's awesome i feel like uh we're like best friends now right but she recently no, received an award friend. well can Okay, you're probably right, yeah. but I feel like can I just feel like that? Yeah, <laughs> she's like sure, she's literally sure, here. Sure. Okay, but she she received an award at the Bay Area Alliance annual uh, meeting. Yeah, mm-hmm. what yes. award was that? Volunteer of the Year. Jamie is uh, man. She is up for anything. And what I love about it is uh, we have actually a few members of our board uh, who are all in their mid twenties, um, and I think it's been really exciting to see their energy. And I love that we are sort of grooming the next uh, generation of um, influencers uh, because they will be the ones that will serve on Clear Creek Education Foundation and the Bay Area Alliance and communities and schools. And um, so it's been great to have people like Jamie, um, who is social media, um, much more in tune to that than I am. So thankfully, she handles most of our social media. um, and, And she's just been a great asset. Yeah. Last time I talked to her in person, she mentioned bringing a Rotaract, um, you know, a, a program. Uh, mm-hmm. That's not the right way yeah, to, no. to call it, but to our to our area, and I that focuses on like young next people. Week, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. just being able to volunteer and uh, and and have a, a way to get involved, which is really really, it's pretty cool. Yeah, because we sure. need that. We need that for sure. It's nine thirty two. This is KHEA Radio ninety nine point five FM. This is Kickstart. We're gonna take a quick. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to keep talking to the Barry Alliance for Youth and Families. I hit that cue. Did y'all hear that in y'all? Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we heard it. I was like, whoa. <coughs> Sorry. My board, my board finger slip. Yes. So, Jamie, she does these, uh, like, uh, vendor markets mm-hmm. that we've seen. That's really cool. I went um, last weekend and uh, found this. Um, couple and they make their own jellies and it was amazing by the way so I bought some I'm taking it to an event this weekend but um, I was talking to him I'm um, hosting a retreat this weekend of uh, foster families Uh, we're working on foster care reform in Texas Um, so we've got two years before the next legislative session so we're trying to get our act together is that that with the alliance no no this is just me Uh, I was a foster parent Uh, I work for CPS I feel very strongly that there needs to be change in our system and um so i found some like-minded uh foster moms and we're gonna meet together this weekend and and focus on that and uh he starts telling me he was a foster kid and um he was adopted at age seven and you know it was just really it's crazy how 
Um, that's kind of why the, I like the jelly makers. You're jelly saying? maker. Mm-hmm. Just what's, in what's the course the... of conversation, we had this conversation that he was a foster kid, awesome. and I was like, "Well, I was a foster mom," and you mm-hmm. know, we kind of had that you know conversation about the broken system. What kind of reform is needed? Huh. <laughs> Do you have another hour? Um, I got twenty six minutes. <laughs> I think we have. Um, there are a lot of things that are needed. Uh, one is. Um, I think that we need to identify foster parents' rights. Right now, foster parents have no rights. They have no voice. Um, And you're talking about the people who live day in and day out with these children. And um, I think that there needs to be more understanding of their role. And um, I have been in courtrooms with judges who... um, have refused to listen. Uh, there have been judges in Harris County who have refused to let single moms be foster parents, uh, who have let um, refused to, you know, I, I believe that anyone who is good, well-intentioned, that isn't doing it for the, any kind of money or financial um, gain, um, they should be allowed to foster. We have kids who are seriously sitting in CPS offices because there's no place to go. Um, we have kids who are in shelters. We have, I had a sibling group of three come live with me and uh, I got the girls first and in three months I was their fifth foster home. And all the foster homes they had lived in were just unacceptable. They didn't receive one stitch of new clothing in that time. And we're talking not even new paintings, like used Underwear is not acceptable. It's not acceptable because foster parents are given the resources not to provide, not to go to Neiman Marcus, but you can go to Walmart or Target or Kohl's and buy clothes. We did a lot of resale shopping. um, And the stories that these children have shared with me make me sick to my stomach. And there ha- we have to do better for kids. How was it at first? Was there like a big trust issue coming into your. You know what? Like, I'm just. uh, no. It's awesome. But I'm a single mom. I don't have other kids. Um, so they get to kind of set their own pace. Um, I did have a teenager, and that was a little bit more of a challenge. But um, trauma impacts kids beyond what we can imagine. And we're finding out more and more how trauma impacts kids and um, our standard methods of parenting don't work with kids who have experienced great amounts of trauma and uh, yeah it's I think that we need trauma-informed care needs to be a priority Um, but recruiting good foster parents because we're losing good foster parents like crazy you know a lot of time people see things that are going on in the world that they don't agree with but you get on social media and you just like say something or you just talk you know negatively about it how do you how did you know like hey this is what i need to do to be able to actually get real change that's good well thankfully and what i do um that's what community coalitions are designed to do is advocacy so um i it's not lobbying it's really just educating decision makers and policy makers about certain situations whether that's um i worked a lot with legislature um gosh back in 2010 uh, when we were trying to make Texas give Texas a, a real-time reporting database for prescription drugs because we did not have one of those um, 
so I think that 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 has taught me a lot about um, the impact of the people we vote into office and we have to uh, make them aware because they're the ones who are making the decisions and setting the policies uh, that govern things like the Texas Department of um, Family and Protective Services. I'll, so I'll say this too, is that uh, some of the advice I got probably 30 years ago, um, yeah, I guess, was surround yourself with like-minded people. <coughs> and and that makes a huge difference in what you do and in your life. And we are in a group of like-minded people, and it's a very big group, and it's a great group. Um, uh, one of our trustee friends who recently passed away, when everything happened in Santa Fe, there was, there was all this against school violence. You know, there was a website, a group, and then all they were about were just against school violence. And, and I met with him one day and I said, how can we how can we turn this around and make something positive? Of it? He said, tell everybody, don't tell us what you're against, but tell us what you're for. And just that one little just change of mind, if you shift that thinking, just speaks volumes. Because then every time somebody would contact me, because we're I, I think we're in those positions where people reach out to us and say, hey, we don't like this. Hey, we do like this. What can we do? And, and so I was being asked often to sit in in meetings or to arrange meetings because somebody was against school violence. And I, and I would go into explaining them. I said, the first thing is, don't come into the meeting. Tell me what you're against. Tell me what you're for. And, oh, okay. Because that going into the meeting with that mindset just changed the, the, just the air in the room. Yeah, the you energy. Know? Yeah, it changes the energy completely. And so... With, with her passion to, to helping um, foster kids and things like that, I'm sure a lot of it comes from who she surrounds herself with and, and that mindset. Yeah, it's a little, it's a shift. It's a mindset shift. It's a simple shift. Well, mm-hmm. and I have People to, just have to make it. You know, he brought up our friend Chris Reed, and I uh, just think that that is something uh, I was called by one of the newspapers to give a quote or something about him and and i think the the thing that stood out to me most about him is he wasn't content to talk about situations or problems okay well let's fix it Mm. i mean because we can whine all day long but we've got to get up off our chairs and behind our screens Mm -hmm. and actually try to make a difference work to a solution let's not complain and and you know just Beat the dead horse on the problem, yeah. you know, and, and again, beating the dead horse about, you know, what you're against. Well, you know what? Well, I'm against that, too. But you know what? Let's talk about what we're for, because that's where we're going to find our path to success. Yeah. Bringing you know? real solutions to the table yeah. that yeah. can be worked, yeah. worked together. And, and, and it happens with me in real estate all the time. People come to me, you know, buyers and sellers and other agents come to me. And, and I first thing I say to them when they start gripe, gripe, griping is, all right, so what's your solution? Have you thought about that? Have you have you have you come come to me with that solution? It's great. We're going to address the problem, but I also want to have your opinion on a solution. And and it's really just challenging people to just quit beating the dead horse, quit complaining, and let's find that solution. Yeah, be the change you want to see in the world. Right, it is. and that's a slogan around here. It'd be the good, and I can't even imagine yeah. how, how 
much of a difference you make in somebody's life by shaking their hand, looking them in the eye, saying hi to, to people who just from, from from the CEO to the person, the janitor, you know, it doesn't matter who they are, but just even that mm-hmm. little bit of, hey, how's it going? Recognition. I, I can't even imagine if that can change somebody's day, bringing <laughs> somebody into your life that's maybe had a rougher life or come from a place of not feeling that love. H- how much of a difference you can make in somebody's life with, with the fostering. It's always been, yeah. um, you know, real, when I hear foster, I hear adoption, it just kind of perks the ears up and it's like man you don't even know the lives you can actually change the world you can actually change around you i know it's kind of silly but i just saw that movie uh, instant family mm-hmm. i don't know if you saw that mm-hmm. I haven't seen it. um yeah and so it, it was uh, it's a movie with mark Wahlberg, and i can't remember the the actress's name but um they can't have kids or they're not having kids so they, they end up going to adopt a baby and as they go looking for these babies they look over and there's just like a lawn full of teenagers knowing they're not going to get adopted not caring about this mm-hmm. adoption day and they go, you know what? That's the one I want. And they take the teenager, and that teenager happens to come with the sibling group of little brothers and sisters. And so they take on three kids as opposed to the one. It's a movie, of course, but there's chaos. Chaos erupts. But at the end of the day, everybody grows, learns, loves. I, I, was, and, I was a parent of three siblings, mm-hmm. and chaos does erupt. So you know. I'll be honest with you. I was outnumbered. So it's really it a great. documentary <laughs> on. <laughs> no. No. Uh. Oh, man, it was. The Amanda Amazing. McLaughlin story. <laughs> hey, uh, Can I choose who gets to play me? Sandra Bullock would be great. Oh, no, yeah, she's a good actress. Yeah, no. <laughs> hey, uh, uh, Jamie mentioned that you also foster dogs. You nurse them back to health and then allow them to be <laughs> uh-huh. adopted. What else do you I do? do. <laughs> In fact, I have a, a puppy that I got um, that I've been fostering, and a family came and took her for the weekend. They came and got her yesterday, so... Fingers crossed that they love her and she loves them and it's a great fit. I but. thought you were about to pull the dog out your purse. Actually, no. I have a dog. I <laughs> right. He's here today. <laughs> he would like to say hello if anybody would like to adopt right. him. And we got 10 seconds. We're going to go on the FM again okay. right now and chat for a bit. Good morning. This is KHEA Radio 99.5 FM. That was Bethel in Over My Head. This is Kickstart. I'm Gardy. I'm Chevy. It's 944 a.m. On a Thursday morning, and we are excited to have the Bay Area Alliance for Youth and Families in studio. We've been talking about a little bit of everything, and you all have a lot going on. Jonathan, you have a lot going on as well, yes. including being a, a participant, a contestant in Dancing with the Stars. Yeah, Woo-hoo. team one. Yeah, so you're team one. <laughs> who's your who's your uh, uh, com- your friend or who My you partner? dance with? Yeah, yeah partner. Rebecca Lilly. Yeah. She's with Memorial Herman, and she's amazing, and she and I serve the community in, in many different boards and capacities, and so we've been friends for a very long time. And, um, you know, Daniel, one of the things we were talking about earlier was how great these these coaches, these instructors are. When they're practicing with you and they're leading you, you feel like you're a professional. They just have a way of moving you, whether it's the hand on the hip and they spin your right or they whip your arm this way. All of a sudden, you're like, I got this. But then Rebecca and I start going, <laughs> <laughs> and it's back to being novice. It's back to just amateurville. But uh, but we're loving it. We're having a blast, and and every week we practice, and uh, it's fun. I practice my my dance routine with my daughters. Uh, all three of them want to take a turn, so I get extra practice That's there awesome. at home with them. 
yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. So I'm really looking forward to it. I'm a, uh, I'm a local photographer, and I was maybe a few months ago shooting this wedding, and there was this one couple on the dance floor, and you could tell they were like tearing, like yeah. spin. It was country, you know, that spin, 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 spin. Right. And he started spinning. He was a big old boy too. I never seen a guy that big move like that. I was like, <laughs> man, come on! And so spin, spin, spin. And I'm watching as the night goes on. I don't know if there was drinks in the air. I'm not sure, but spin, spin, spin for hours. I mean, just putting everybody <laughs> yeah. to shame. All of a sudden, I look up, and this girl goes flying into some tables. I don't know if he went to Dipper and missed. I don't oh, know wow. the whole deal, but um, and she just pops back up like it happens all the time, like you know. And it was wow. so. On that note, I mean, yeah. in, that in will dance, not happen trust, at dance dance yeah. related <laughs> injuries. Well, I trust, mean, that could draw a crowd though. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Well, it, it, yeah, we you know, do spin no. each other, and we do have certain moves where right. you have to trust that person you're dancing with. And and again, we're amateurs, and and there's certain moves that I know that Rebecca and I are making that she just has to trust me, and I tell her constantly, I won't drop you. I promise I won't drop you. And so, yeah, it's, it's challenging. We're not throwing out spoilers, but there could or quite possibly <laughs> or not possibly be a dirty dancing lift. Yeah. Uh, maybe, you know, we're not yeah. saying it. it could you be there. Know. You have to show up. Yeah. You have to buy some tickets to check it out exactly. or whatever you got to do. And you could be the lifty or the lifter. We don't know, you just, Mr. Jonathan. You never know. Could be soaring <laughs> through the air like an eagle. Does that work that. to your like advantage that. being you know familiar with rebecca having known her for a while or would you rather have i mean i'm sure she's a great partner but sometimes that can be awkward it's like well we're friends and we work professionally now we're dancing right it might be better to do it stranger i don't know yeah i i can tell you uh it's both both ways you know i think it's both ways i think if i was with that stranger um having the dance that we have and everything yeah, it could probably get a little bit uncomfortable maybe some some of the times and everything. But I, I know like Rebecca and I, we're inches away from each other's nose, looking each other in the eyes and everything, and, and, and we're in sync. So, it's yeah, chemistry. It's good. Yeah, That's you cool. have to have it. But yeah. really, like most of our dancers did not know each other before Yeah, this. we got lucky. And um, it's just, you know, uh, last year, the couples that danced together, that was one of their favorite parts was <clears> they <throat> got to know someone new um, and they really connected. And most of them are still, well, not most. They're all still friends. They all keep in touch. Um, so and Yeah, and not everybody has the slow dance like yeah, like we're doing right. this year. Um, I think we have two slow dances and four fast dances. Any 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 break dance and hip hop? Ooh, maybe some gosh. worm. I don't even know. I've <laughs> I've seen uh, the worm. There's one matter. couple I have not even seen them dance yet because they uh, have rehearsals. Uh, keep it when I haven't been able to make it, but um, so far we've got a jive and a cha cha and a rumba. Um, Will you be making a surprise entry? Uh, no. At the end, somebody no. somebody twists an ankle <laughs> in the middle of the show, and you just come flying in from the other side of the dance floor. I think that's what Mariel, the uh, professional, is for. No, oh, okay. um, I'm actually going to MC this year uh, cool. with Doug Meisinger, who was uh, one of our contestants last year. So, um, I'll. I'll just assume my MC uh, <laughs> capacity there. For now, we're, it's going to be one of those Winter Olympics things, like the ice skaters. Like, what is Amanda doing with a <laughs> with a hockey stick? And oh, someone back there like twisted an ankle right. somehow. Oh, She's like, I just happen to have my my gown on my and just like on. plug me <laughs> in. I, I know this dance. Homie Jonathan. Right. Oh. Let's do this. Hey, is, is <laughs> Let's mean go. is Mean Gene Hill? Is he the the favorite? Whenever I watch Dancing with the Stars, it's like the gymnasts sometimes have a little bit of an edge, and the professional football players because they have the footwork. Right. And a boxer has some of the best footwork just naturally, and then they train for it. I he's really fun to watch, and um, I think he and Jan uh, definitely. Well, they may have 
one of the cutest routines. I'll just put it that way. Boxing is definitely part of their routine. There's oh, cool. my my sneak peek. Ooh, a little there. teaser. I like them. So, Throwing them out there. Uh, she pulls out some pads. The crowd. Some yeah. pads and he's doing it's, some combos. It's really. <laughs> he knocks her out. <laughs> it's so funny because I, I think like the fact that his name is Mean Gene Hill and then you get to know him and you're like, where did mean come from? Right. Like, he is such a teddy bear. He's such a great guy. I think when you're a boxer, mean gene works better than clean gene. You know, know what I'm saying? You have I to know. have nice that. gene. So yeah. I, bet, I, bet, I bet he's very mean in the boxing ring. Gene, the um, teddy bear hill. Yeah. And everybody has teddy bears in the crowd, like <laughs> just ripping heads off. <laughs> <laughs> he's incredible. And he like works out nonstop. He's constantly um, ready. Like I think he could jump in the ring at any time kind of thing. So Got to be ready. Yeah. Man. So right now it's 9.50. This is KHEAradio.com, 99.5 FM. We're talking about Dancing with the Stars and everything else that's going on with the Bay Area Alliance for Youth and Families. You know, right now it's summer. They'll just moved offices, and the next big event is Dancing with the Stars. Yes, but we have kind of a, we have a couple of other events coming up in the next few weeks. So um, next Thursday, we have the ribbon cutting for the city of Webster, the Webster Police Department's permanent drop box. So we'll be out at uh, Webster PD at 9 a.m. And the community is invited to come and celebrate this with us. And it's open and ready. So if you have some medications expired sitting in your cabinet, it's a perfect way to get rid of it. Um, and then on on the 24th, we have a Clear Lake Area Chamber after hours that we're having a, a Boxer Properties um, on Space Park Drive uh, from like 5 to 6.30. But you can find all that information. We're on Facebook um, and Instagram, so Bay Area Alliance for Youth and Families uh, or Dancing with the Stars Bay Area. Um, so you can find out more about those events, but we'd love to have you join us. Y'all have the two medication take backs throughout the year, right? Mm -hmm. And we had the opportunity to go hang out at the one at the police station. At uh, Precinct 8, right? By the beautiful library. Yes, uh-huh. You know, with the, with the permanent take back boxes, is that something new for our area? No, uh, Nassau Bay, so go back to our friend Chris Reed. Uh, he was president of our board and uh, came on about 2012, and I was talking to him about these medication takebacks, and he's like, Amanda, that's so dumb. Nobody's going to come. And I was like, no, really, they do, Like, because we'd had several of them, and so I said, please just come out and check it out. And he was just amazed at the volume of medication that came into that take back and uh so he at the time was city manager of nassau bay and they put in a permanent drop box so that was the first one in our area um and so um it's taken us a little while because there's a lot to it you know they have to be responsible for extra medication so it means manpower it means storage it means uh paying for destruction um and so it's not easy for a, a law enforcement department to especially because we have a lot of small ones around here to commit to such a big um project so we're super excited to have our second one and um it's easy to access and that way if people ha can't make it to a take back, you know, but we still, even with permanent drop boxes, we still take in a lot through the, the take backs. Yeah. You said 21,000 pounds? 21,000 pounds. Over 21,000 oh, 21, pounds. So. That's crazy <laughs> when you think about how much a pill weighs. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
if somebody wants to get involved with the Bay Area Alliance for Youth and Families or attend Dancing with the Stars, what's the best way for them to find out information about the event and then maybe even join? Because it's so, open, right? Yeah. Um, so I say um, probably um, the Facebook page would give you a lot of information. Uh, you can contact our office, uh, 281-284-0370. Um, our website is ccisd.net slash uh, Bay Area Alliance. Um so I think that those are all good things. We actually are almost sold out. So we have um, a couple of tables left that um, South Shore was able to add in for us after we sold out. And we have a few seats. Wow. Um, so if you do want to come, probably need to get your tickets pretty quickly. Um, but we're also looking for silent auction items and things like that. So if you want to participate that way, um, we'd love to have those items. And, of course, voting. So, um go and get your vote on uh jonathan would appreciate if you'd type in that number, number one, one. one. <laughs> uh, but i'm sure our other couples would be love to have your votes as well he's like go just test it out just test just it out test yeah just test it one to check. Check. yeah number one it's like a mic yes. check so at any rate it's a it's a, such a fun experience a fun event if you want to have a lot of fun uh it's i was afraid that it would be um like i get nervous like i can't watch american idol because especially those early ones when there are people that really aren't very good. That was I my get favorite. So what are you trying to say about it? Nervous. <laughs> no, wait, wait. I can't handle it. So I thought that that's how I would feel, and I didn't. I mean, I was just, everybody was so, because nobody's rooting for him to fail. Everybody is so excited, and the mood and the energy is so positive, and it's just a great night. Yeah. And, and surprised to see us actually yes. be able to dance. Yes. But we've had, by that time, we've had 10, 12, 14 you know practices and uh and that surprise that oh my gosh he can actually now I can i'm tell good you, jim, yeah yeah <laughs> you know but like, i can tell you one of the dancers jim sweeney who's a good friend um i think i was one of his cheerleaders telling come on you can do this and because at every event i've watched him for years go to uh he doesn't hesitate to get on the dance floor and he doesn't disappoint so uh so i know he's good yeah yeah is there anything else you'd like to share anything at all i know we touched on a little bit i just want to kind of throw out there man if you're out there and you have family members and you're seeing signs of maybe prescription uh, abuse uh, on drugs um you're just kind of even worried like this is a a resource for you to contact and they can point you in the right direction of the things maybe you need to be looking out for the things somewhere to go to actually yeah. fix that so i think that's amazing um you know like you said be the good make a difference in the community Absolutely. And, and there's a way like i i don't have the quote exactly but there's a quote that says that whether you're have your own children or not um we're all a parent to the next generation and we have to start looking at it that way we start we have to figure out how we can play a role because there's a role for everybody there's a role for everybody and well, be and be um, real quick and and as a realtor be responsible with how you store these things oh, yeah because i know we did not touch on that but uh but as a parent of kids yeah. um how you store them and you know whether you put them high or you lock them um as a realtor if your house is on the market that's one of those things to be responsible about because you know mm. people are opening cabinets they're yeah. opening your refrigerators they're looking around your house freely and if you have meds and who knows you know not that people are bad because at every price range that could happen, they open up a cabinet and there's an Oxycontin bottle sitting right there. Right. It just disappears. It gets in the wrong hands. So be responsible with that. I like that. What's the name of, how can somebody get a hold of you for your real estate uh, yeah. business? So I'm the broker for Elizabethtown Properties. And uh, and if they want to reach out to me, my number is 832-368-4184. 
and uh, or Facebook. Um, that's always a good place to find me, uh, Jonathan Cottrell or Elizabeth Town Properties. All right. Amanda, Jonathan, thank you for hanging out with us today. Thanks. Thanks for having thank us. Thank you. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to have two reality of wrestling superstars in studio. There may be some drama. I'm not, I'm not sure. I'm actually a little bit nervous, Chevy. I know. I like what's about to go down. Can, can we change their chairs out with the folding chairs? <laughs> Just I think that would be a better yeah. solution. Real radio. All right. Thank you, so Thank you guys. All right. It was nice to meet you. Yeah, I was like, absolutely. I, I, don't know. I was like trying to make Thank it work you. earlier. What even happened? My brother. Okay. Good meeting. Absolutely. Thank you, Amanda. See, See ya. Thank you. Thank nice you. to meet you. Appreciate it. Thank you. It's about to go down, Thank Facebook. So I think so. So, Reality of Wrestling, if you're not familiar, is located in Texas City, what I like to call the beautiful Mall of the Mainland. It's beautiful. <laughs> Brand, uh, you know, that it was branded and it was renamed. And then back. And to, then back. Uh, no, yeah. they changed the sign. They Did changed they? the sign. Yeah, over by Jack in the Box, if you're going towards Highway 3. Yeah. Shops at the mainland. Is Will Did is they? Will out there? I saw him run by. Yeah, yeah I saw him go by. I mean, you go talk maybe to, uh, to Brendan. Maybe they're keeping separate for a reason. Maybe the animosity is so hot right now. Yeah, just wait a little. Just tell him we'll bring him in a second. You know. So we got we got Brendan. I think I think Will is actually pacing on the other side. Ooh. I don't see any. Attention mounts. <laughs> <laughs> Any belts here, but uh, Brendan has actually been on our program whenever it was Booker T's birthday. We went to the Reality of Wrestling uh, World Gym yeah, Arena. Yeah, I saw you. I saw and he came on and chatted with us. So um, I'm I'm not sure if there's about to be some drama going on. Look, they're, actually, they're, he's choking out Eldridge. He's choking out Eldridge. Good, oh, wait, wait. <laughs> gotta 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 teach him right. Teach yeah. him young. So yeah, they're located in Texas City. Booker T is a a legend, like a literal legend, two time Hall of Fame. In the, the the like the wrestling hall of oh, fame. Oh yeah, for sure. Like you can't. You you mentioned Booker T in in and out of wrestling. People light up, uh, especially down here. It's funny. Anytime I'm like, hey, you, you know Booker T, because I want to talk about the wrestling. You know, letting people know there's wrestling school. A lot of people still don't know, um, which is crazy because it's right there in this area, and everybody has a Booker T story. Oh, I was working at this restaurant. And Booker T came in one time. And yeah. I was at the grocery store and I saw Booker T. So I think it's funny. Yeah, you can go ahead and bring uh, bring Brendan in. You can bring him in and is. Uh, over that we go one at a time. Is that it? The I case, don't know. Not even going, it's is so... Will, oh, Will's on the phone, but he's like staring down Brendan. Yeah. Oh, we'll, we'll just wait for, for both of them. Tell them whenever they're ready, they can come in. You know, if they want to come in one at a time or whatever. But yeah, it's I, dude. There's tension. Like I, I, I seriously feel, feel something it's just energy. entered the room, and it may be Kurt because he's commenting and said that his vacation's on hold. He hurt his back bending over. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> I didn't mean to laugh that loud. Kurt said, well, first he said, so vacation on hold, back went out of place. And like, I said, is what? He, is he in Florida? Yeah. And he said, I hurt my back if, bending if, over. If you're at your location, your vacation is not on hold. Your vacation is in place. <laughs> He's going to come back and be like, you I, I need to go on, on another one. Yeah, I need to yeah, go yeah. on a- That one didn't count. That's his style. Uh, they asked about vacation. Let me, I'll go talk to him. Yeah, go. Um, what do you want? It doesn't matter? Doesn't either matter. or. In and out. Okay. In and out. Let's go. So, Michelle, hi. How are you doing? You know, we are excited. We're broadcasting live from from Lamarck. This is what we do every weekday morning, 830 to 11. We talk about local things that are taking place. KGA Radio is located inside the campus of Abundant Life. If this is your first time to hang out with us, thank you so much. It's your new morning routine. This is the best way you can start your day. We like to spread a little bit of positivity. We, we stream uh, live on Facebook. We also will post this later on YouTube. But then we are available on 99.5 FM in Galveston County or the KHEA radio app. If you don't have it yet, go get the KHEA radio app. It's easy. Look, I got two 
uh, two little icons on the screen. One just says KHEA Radio. All you got to do is go to your app store, go to the Google Play Store, and search KHEA, and we will pop up. Smash the download button. Get it, because there's a lot of awesome features, including a community calendar, which has one of our biggest events that I think we're ever going to do, our inaugural Taco Taco Cook-Off taking place October the 12th. We're going to be doing a barbecue-style cook-off, and it is going to be featuring some of the best tacos in the world. So if you have some of the best tacos uh, in the world, like you make them or you know what restaurant makes them or your grandma makes them or your your husband, your wife, your kids make them or you have a cook-off team, we want you. We want you to be a participant. It's only $100 to entry that's the entry fee to be able to participate and prove that you have the best tacos. $100 gets you four entries, one to beef, chicken, seafood, and open. The open can be like veggies or maybe you do an unconventional taco, maybe like a taco salad, taco soup. I don't even know, but that's up to you. That is up to you to decide, and that is uh, – oh, so I'm already seeing some suggestions. Tacos El Flaco, where are they located? Let me know. Let me know where you can find those. But – um. We're excited. We're about to be talking to two reality of wrestling superstars, uh, Will Alday, Brendan Steen. Will has been in studio multiple times before, and he's awesome. I love Will. He has a, a huge, a huge crowd of support, including myself. Brendan, I had the opportunity to meet, and I have seen him wrestle. I have watched him do his thing in the ring over there at Reality of Wrestling, and it's always a great time. So. Let me know what do you have going on. Um, what kind of tacos? What kind of tacos do you enjoy? Crystal said, "How much does it cost to eat all the tacos?" That's a great question. Okay. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So we got it all. It all figured out now. But. With the Taco Taco Cook-Off, how much does it cost to to eat the tacos? That's an excellent question, actually. So we're going to allow people to sell tacos if they have the proper if they have the proper license. So if you want to be able to be a vendor, like you're a food truck, you want to participate, there's a fee. I couldn't, I couldn't just like uh, bring my grandma. No, you can and, bring your grandma. Right. And your to grandma sell can sell. If she, but she has to get the proper, okay. like the health permit. It's like you can get like a one day. Okay. So okay. grandma can, and then that's all you got to do. So it's like a little bit of a fee you pay to the Galveston County Health Department right. to make sure you're properly she good to go. She can't just pull up and pull whatever out of her apron and be like, here's my, here's my taco. And from, from her house. Yeah, yeah from that's, her house. And it's yeah, the yeah. best food ever, right? Right, right. It's like you're wrapped up in foil, just like, mm-hmm. you know, she has like... Warehouses full of foil for all her tacos. (laughs) So, yeah, you can have the opportunity to eat the tacos. And if they want to sell them, they can. If they want to give them away, we're leaving that up to the person. So, like, if grandma wants to come and she's like, yeah, I want to sell them for like a dollar or 50 cents or a donation, and she has the proper. If it's it's grandma, you're kind of like, I don't know, but if somebody's like, hey, my abuelita, then you're like, oh, I'm in. Yeah, yeah. yeah, And her hot chocolate. Abuelita's hot chocolate, October. It may be kind of like cool and chilly. Have some uh, with a little marshmallow. Right. So, um, bring in Will, yeah. yeah. All day. I, I'm, I'm like one day here. I'm ordering the intern around. I'm hey, sorry, intern, bro. Uh, can you I didn't mean we're gonna bring in, He's the man. Bring in Will. What's up, Pierre? What's up, Gracie? Hey, guys. You want to be a taco judge? I feel you on that. Yes, Colleen. We have some of the rules. What's up, man? How you doing? What's up? Very well. How are you? Dude, it's good to see you. Thanks for having me, man. Will You've been busy. All day. I have. You've I have been busy traveling all over the state. Uh, traveling all over the world, 
wrestling representing you're out of Friendswood. You're from our area representing what's going on here in, in our in our area, right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I live in Houston now, but I'll forever rep uh, Friendswood. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Dude, what's what's going on in the in the local wrestling and the local wrestling scene? Uh everything. I mean, uh Texas wrestling is really on fire right now. It's it's probably the next big bubble. I think it's where um all the next big things are going to currently start how many, happening. How many titles are you holding? Uh, all of them. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, except <laughs> one. Every one that ever existed. Except one. I'm fighting for one this weekend, Uh-oh. Saturday in Texas what do you, City. What do you predict? You going to walk uh, away with I that? I predict a hard-fought, um, beaten, battered, and bruised victory, though. All right. Yeah. All right. I like that. Yeah, I'm fighting um, for the TV title can, here at Reality of Wrestling. Can, it was on Twitch, right? The last um, Impact thing y'all did. Can we talk about it? It's out in yeah. the world. Yeah, we yeah, We can talk about it. How did you feel stepping into the ring with um, some Impact guys? If uh, you don't know, Impact's another um, more nationally known mm-hmm. promotion? Uh, promotion. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, it's it, for the longest time, it was like the second biggest promotion in the United States. Right. Uh, you know, it's got like a global following. Uh, that was actually live on Twitch. That's their wrestling channel right now. And uh, it was cool seeing some of those guys come in and seeing how a lot of our guys measured up. And I think um, I think we proved that that's where we should be. We should have a uh, platform like that. We should have the spotlight like that because their roster compared to ours is pretty even, I think. Mm-hmm. I think uh, – They've obviously got more well-known guys right. because they're on that platform, because they're in that company. Mm-hmm. But if one of our guys were to step into that company, you wouldn't bat an eye. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. They yeah. had they had uh, some pretty big names, you know, that were appearing and scheduled to appear. And uh, can can you go back and watch that? Yeah. I, I, yeah. Let, let me say, I, I'm a big wrestling fan, and I was real anti-TNA, which used to be... Impact. Uh, Impact. And yeah. and so, or you, it's Impact now, it used to be TNA. Right. And so, I just wasn't, wasn't vibing. Like, I never wouldn't pay attention. All my wrestling fans were like, why can't you watch this? And I was like, <laughs> diehard WWE at one time. Right. And, uh, you know, because they were like picking up... The, it seemed like at one point they were picking up the scraps. This is a whole new era of Impact. Like yeah. a lot of indie guys have, have jumped on there. Um, it's it's like they they scraped the you know the slate clean and started over. Yep. And um, that caught my eye, man. Those guys and I was super proud of our local guys at Reality Wrestling because they didn't miss a beat. No. They hung with you know what supposedly quote end quote um, the second national or third now or whatever you want to say um, promotion. The uh, our, our local boys hung with them and, and went toe-to-toe and, and they're like you said didn't miss a beat yeah. every guy was super proud of each one of them yeah. um yeah you know so yeah i think it's pretty cool and uh it's pretty cool like uh if you think of impact that's where guys now huge stars in the wwe came from that's where like aj styles came right. from that's where like austin aries bobby Roode, um a lot of those guys made their name and i mean even uh even a handful of years ago, that's where like Kurt Angle went to work. That's where Christian went to work. That's where Booker T went to work in between his WWE stints. So it was cool to have that little partnership, and you know, hopefully, more things come out of that. Wow! Yeah. Did you feel any different stepping into the Impact, you know, uh, Deep Impact, than you to have any other show? Or no, no, I don't, because I just I think I uh, have confidence in myself to where like I feel like I. Yeah, I'm just going to do whatever I do every single time in it. I do that. I've done that from the beginning. So just because I'm on a bigger platform doesn't mean I'm going to change what I do because what I do is I go out there and try to do like my best performance each time. And if that's in front of 100 people or if it's, that's in front of like a national audience, it's going to be the same for me either way. 
Right. But you're like, ah, 99 people. I don't know if I'm going out. It has to, 100 <laughs> is my number. Yeah. Will all day is stepping in front of. Tell me a little bit about the journey, man. How did you start wrestling? How did you end up where you're at? Um, I don't know if you talked about this last time you were on, but. Yeah, a couple of times. But like, um, you know, you got new listeners. Some people right. hadn't heard me before. I, um, I started. I actually started a lot later than I should have. Most people start, you know, when they're like 18 to 21. I started when I was like 28 because uh, I went to college. Um, you know, that was the thing to do. You're supposed to go to college. You're supposed to get a job. So I got a job working like financial commodities and oil and gas. And I realized that ah, this is not what I want to do for the rest of my life. This is not what I meant to do. So, you know, I've always uh, had an affinity towards wrestling. And so... I came down here to Booker T's school and I realized like I could do this and I could do this at an elite level. And so mm -hmm. that's, is this where you started? This is where you yeah, started training. Yeah, really? This is where I started training right here. And I started, uh, working matches last January. So about a year and a half ago. And I saw your first one. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. You did. JJ Blake. JJ Blake. Yeah. yeah. And your mom hit Kurt on the head. <laughs> yeah. It was the best, one of my best Allegedly. memories ever. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly, yeah. yeah. The There's no proof. Can never prove that. There's no proof. Right, right, right. <laughs> I mean, I first noticed you, and I, you know, I've been following Row for a long time, and I don't remember that. Maybe, you know, something slipped through the cracks, but I, man, you just kept popping up on my Facebook. Though. I follow all these wrestlers, and Will all day, Will all day. But it yeah. wasn't even for Row, it was for other promotions across, you know, the, the, this area. Right. And then I saw you pop up in Reality of Wrestling, yep. and I'm like, man, this guy is hot. And I mean, you can tell by the crowd. This dude walks on stage, and the crowd is on fire how's that how's that in the locker room are there people support that are they like man look who's this dude coming on you know um we're getting personal now yeah i know uh, i'm okay with it i think uh i don't really know i don't really care either yeah yeah um, good. yeah i'm just gonna go out there and do my thing and um you know if somebody doesn't have support that means maybe they need to start doing something else to look at this start garnering like that, that support we're building rivalries getting hot yeah. khea radio yeah. baby hey um, so with the impact guys, how was that that locker room presence? Were they all pretty cool, or were they kind of walking at a different, um, like a different pace than than y'all? Uh, I think uh, for the majority of them, they're all they're all pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, like we see them on different shows as well. So okay. like when we go to different cities, you know, I see a handful of them at other shows that I'm on. Did, um, did I see you recently uh, pop up in Las Vegas? Yes, yeah, I've been doing uh, some work at a top secret promotion there in Las Vegas. I've been hearing tidbits about it. Any, any, you can't it's top secrets. You can't talk all about it. No, what, what no. What can we say? Um, anything? Is I, I can't say anything now. Nothing. All I can say is uh, it's got the opportunity to become something pretty big, uh, to become something national and then global. So, you know, fingers crossed. We'll hope that happens, but you never really know. You know, with a startup. Yeah, you know, there's some pretty big decisions. I assume that you're you're making in a in a career that I, I mean I don't know if it's safe to say like it hasn't been that long. Like your wrestling career is still right. pretty new. You made a debut last year. Yeah, year and a half. You know, you've put in a lot of work and and it's it's really starting to pay off. How does that feel? Great. Um, it feels like I made the right decision, right? So it feels like uh, me not putting all my efforts into living a life that you know is expected of me or that you know my parents maybe would have wanted me now i you know have some leverage to say that see it's you're working. like you're this like mom yeah. i have my own t-shirt yeah if I, if, I, you're nobody, wearing it nobody yeah. would be wearing dr will all day t-shirts mom yeah, exactly mm. no uh, it, you know i've been actually really blessed um they've been supportive uh for everything i've ever done 
So uh, I, I say that with, you know, more, more so for like society's sake, but right. for my family, they've, they've always, um, they've always come out and supported me when they can, if they're in town. And then they've always like helped me to do whatever is my heart's desire. So, uh, you know, not a lot of people have that and I'm very aware and thankful of that. You know, whenever you're in the ring, sometimes it gets a little acrobatic, I, I will say. Yeah. I mean, is that something you had before getting into wrestling or you had God, to learn? No, no. no really? I, yeah, no, I think I've done uh, one backflip ever and that was off a ladder. So if I'm going to do it, why not do it uh, <laughs> big? We, we, I might have, I'm, I'm glad I didn't put money down. So our little friend group was, I think I was probably a gymnast at one point. Oh, in God. I wish. No. I'd be doing it a lot more. Right, right. What, so what, who, let's say, top wrestlers in your life that inspired you to do what you do? And have you always been a wrestling fan or is that something that came along later in life as well? Uh, actually, so it, Shoot, um, WrestleMania 14 when Shawn Michaels and Stone Cold were the main event with Mike Tyson as a special guest okay. referee is my the first match I ever saw, and I thought, um, man, this is the coolest thing in the world. It's got like everything. The build up where they rip the shirt. And he's yeah, wearing the DX shirt. I thought that yeah, was yeah. just so like, aw- and, and gosh, it was like 98, so I was maybe nine years old at the time. Yeah. Uh, but I thought that was just the coolest thing in the world. I watched it for a few years, and then you know, once you get into like middle school and um, high school, I kind of Stepped out. I didn't really watch it. Um, You're focusing on sports. Yeah, exactly. I was playing like three sports at a time. Yeah. So uh, that and like um, once I get into high school, I'm like, oh, I think I like girls. Uh, (laughs) I'm going to focus on this more. (laughs) So uh, there's just a lot of things that had my attention. And then, you know, once I was in college, I was still doing all that. But my my buddy was like, hey, you want to watch this uh, WrestleMania? It's here in Houston. I was like, ah, sure. You know, I used to like that. So. Ten years later, or however long it was, um, I watched it, and I was like, oh, man, like, I remember why I like this, like, lit the fire inside of me again, and all through college, I was like, yeah, I I think I can go do that, I'm gonna go do that, and I never pulled the trigger, because I was like, "Ah, I don't know, I don't know. Did you talk it out, like, that that decision, like, with friends, or was it kind of like, hey, just deep down, be like, I'm not gonna tell nobody, I'm playing college football? No, with friends, I was always always saying, like, hey, I want to go do this, hey, like, this I think I could really like be good at and then you know I graduated and then I'm like okay now I gotta go get a job and then I got a job and it just kind of like fell through the cracks and then me living that uh everyday life sitting at a desk it just really really wasn't for me and I was like it's kind of getting late and if I don't do this now I'm never gonna do it so there's somebody out there doing what you love to do why not be you exactly and and I'll tell you this the past like year and a half has been like the happiest uh, time in my life. It's awesome. And that's because I'm not like regretting anything. That's because I'm doing something I'm passionate about, something I love, something that like excites me. So, uh, it, you know, I, I wouldn't change a thing. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go do it back now. Like I wouldn't change it. I wouldn't go do it when I was 20 because then I wouldn't have all that to live through yeah. and experience. So I'm glad I did it when I did. You know, on the flip side, there's somebody sitting at a desk right now saying, man, I wonder if I should take that jump. And, yeah. you know, Will did it. You know, why not try it before it's too late? And that's what I'm saying. Like, it, you know, if I sucked at it, if, uh, if it wasn't for me, then at least I jumped in and I said, hey, I did it. I understand what it's all about. I've got the experience. And you know what? Maybe I need to go do something else. And, yeah. and even then, there's promotions all over Texas that there's a guy that, that you know, is working a desk job nine to five, but... But uh, is this on video? 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. But uh, but loves loves the business so much. He even gets up on the weekends and does this extracurricular activity. He's never making it to WWE, but he loves it so much that he does it anyways. I feel a presence behind him. <laughs> there's something going on. Okay, there's a big belt that's walking oh, in the studio god. right now. Oh my gosh! There's a big head and a big belt walking in the stadium right now. <laughs> What's up, man? That that's an awesome belt. That. It is. Yeah, you can pop those on. Oh. You're good. Oh my god. You're good. I think Will's like I, I'm going to take. He wants to take good care of it too. That, yeah, <laughs> I was about to say, don't break it before I take it this weekend. Oh my oh, god. Oh, look at that. Is this the one? Is this the the one belt that you don't? This is the one belt that, that I don't have. How many how many belts do you have right now? All of them. I told you, except <laughs> one. All, All of them, them except one. <laughs> and I'm looking can, to fix that problems can, this Saturday. You can move it up. It's on. Yeah, it'll hear you. I sorry for being late, guys. Uh, hey. I don't count for this belt anymore. Everywhere I go, I get stopped. Yeah, you know, yeah. it, it, it delays me. It yeah, what it does. Dude, I saw a promo. It's the weight, the weight of the belt. Yeah. Seriously, have you had only this few men can carry? It's, I would it's, like it's to. It's twenty, thirty pounds. Ah! Okay, oh, you know, wow. Hey, Chevy, can you take a picture? Of me? I sure Is can. Is it okay you, if I take you a picture? You want me to take it on your phone? Do you want your phone? Yeah. Can... Either one. You know, I saw a promo of you on at at like at a department store. How was? And it was it was awesome, it and was I was great. just like, man, this is uh, this is what I'm I'm missing in my life. First of all, I'm missing a belt. <laughs> so I'm, it looks brother. good on you. Pause yeah, it, for a it second. does. I know. I mean, uh, it runs in his family. Gertie has a cousin that that wrestles. That yeah. wrestles. I don't know if y'all know. Oh, him. you really oh, yeah. truly do. Yeah. What's his name? His name is J T. Royce. So he's for, he's out of Katy. Okay. And, I've uh, heard of the name. He's like 20. He's like I, 20. I think he does some, what, DZW? Yeah, he does and he's DZW on out that, there. Uh, Undisputed Pro Wrestling in Santa okay. Fe. Okay. Mm-hmm. He'll be on this weekend. So. Yeah, okay. he's he's young. Uh, he's a young guy, but, I mean, he has, he has a lot of guy. heart. <laughs> 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 See, uh, he's your cousin, and I'm repping him more than you are. Guardy, what's up with that, bro? I love him. I love my cousin, man. I'm going to be out there every chance I get, you know, interfering and, and uh, yeah. causing some drama because that's, that's what good. I that's what I'm I like. supporting him, screaming yeah. for him. Has he talked to you about being his manager yet? I've talked to him. I'm like, let me be your manager. <laughs> I will talk you up and down all over the world and make you all the videos ever. How yeah. many people that you know from your family or friends have said, uh, you know, I could be your manager? Oh, at least three or four. Yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's great. I'm about that life. I'm yeah. about that Wait. Paul Heyman, oh, yeah. old school Bobby Heenan. Like, mm-hmm. it's beautiful. My cousin beautiful. actually is back home in New Orleans. He's a manager for... Uh, Elevate is the promotion. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. Okay. Promotion, by yeah. Brad Bradley. And he's that's like awesome. This, uh, you're, from New, you're from New Orleans? We didn't even introduce. Brennan Scene just walked in. We just started talking to him. We didn't the even TV give him the It just happened. The introduction. Yeah. This happened. Know? The TV champ. Do you, you still have family over there? Absolutely. That's what the majority of my family is. Yeah, yeah there's a lot of uh, like rain and, and flooding going on I know. right now. I thought you were from Jersey. I am from Jersey. <laughs> oh, okay. I, uh, but, his family, <laughs> but his family is from uh, oh, okay, New Orleans. Okay, okay. I'm from Jersey, but my family's from New Orleans. Okay, yeah. yeah. That New, makes sense. He's New Orleans, he's New national, Jersey. worldwide. You I would have dropped saying? you off on a doorstep, too, in Jersey. <laughs> 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 it's not that bad. So we've been talking to Mr. Will all day a little bit about his 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 road to where he's at now. Let's, let's chime in a little bit. Mr. Steen, what do you uh, give us a little bit of the backstory? My how road did, to wrestling? Uh, yeah, how did you end up where you're at? Well, my whole entire life, I've wanted to do it. Uh, I think the first time I saw wrestling was like five years old, and I was just hooked. You know, I sat with my dad on the couch and one night, and he was through channels, and he stopped one night on a Raw, and I just I remember from that moment on, it was I just I watched it. Uh, I actually got into wrestling when I was nineteen, uh, two thousand and nine. Twenty years ago, <laughs> <laughs> from Booker T's old promotion, uh, Pro Wrestling Alliance PWA, mm-hmm. located on uh, Commerce Street in downtown Houston, and I did that for two years, and then I. I, I ran into like a wall, you know, I took a break. I went to, I tried school out, tried different jobs out, but I just wasn't happy. And I uh, came back uh, March 2018 and I'm the champ now. 
Right, and yeah. and you also hold the 2018. What is it? Breakout Star of the Year. Breakout Rising Star of the Year. Yeah. And and I've been. If you follow Britton Steen on Facebook, if you don't, you should, because I've been following some of his promos he's putting out, just firing people left and right for not taking care of that award. Yeah. You know, holding that award to to a high standard. <laughs> you yeah. got you got to treat my baby right. That's right. <laughs> He's got right. a new baby now, <laughs> right? Yeah. Right? Yeah, it's both. You can't you can't neglect one child for the other. Well, That's are you are saying. you neglecting the the award now that you got you got the new uh, the new hot thing the new belt? It's it's still there. I just uh, you know, mm-hmm. this is definitely <laughs> right. a new crown. I hear you. It's like having a new baby. You know, everybody cares about the baby, and then the five year old yeah. kids like, what about me? And you're like, sorry, kid. Nobody cares uh, about right? you. <laughs> right? Yeah. Get over it. Your a mom fun, doesn't love you. <laughs> a fun fact about the rising star was Will was runner up. Uh, oh, yeah. it is. Yeah. I feel like that was like a, how do you a feel, jab. How do you feel this Saturday? <laughs> how do you feel like what is Will going to get his award or he'll still be runner up? What do you think? Will? Yeah. I think Will's going to bring it. I think Will always brings it. There's no doubt about that. But the word on the street is that this is going to be a street fight. Ooh. And uh, that favors me. That could 125%. be a, a little teaser. I like that. Yeah. Little spoiler Man. alert for this Saturday. I don't know if it's a spoiler. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's a prediction. It's a okay. prediction? Yeah. Okay. You know, everybody has a plan, right? And yeah. then you get in the ring and kind of just goes out the out the window. For sure. And, you know, then you get hit in the head and Will right. starts flipping off stuff and you hit, you know, like a chair right. ends up in the in the um, ring. We were talking about him, you know, impact this weekend. And you, that's where, uh, tell the story how you won the belt. Well, it started off in a 12-man battle royal over the top, uh, final two pinfall or submission. So I've never been in a match like that ever before in Which, my life. In, in, let me tell you this, as, a, as a, I was in the crowd – as uh, somebody in the crowd, they didn't make that announcement. Like, so we <laughs> yeah. didn't know what was going on. Like, <laughs> yeah. 12 dudes just came out. And, yeah. well, you know, one comes out and then two comes out. And yeah. we're like, okay, what's, oh, is this a Survivor Series type scenario? That's what and it kind of felt like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then everybody just went at each other and we're like, oh, okay, <laughs> I guess it's a battle royal. And then at the end of the battle royal, two, a ref jumps in and we're like, what the heck is going yeah. on? Yeah. So I guess that was more of a TV announcement that that was happening. So mm. um, it was a fun watch. Needless well, to say. it, it kind of started out like, uh, Roe versus Impact, which is yeah. essentially what the pay-per-view was, yeah. was uh, us versus them. And so in the beginning of the match, you see uh, us line up against each other and Rose starting to go at Impact. Yeah. And that's that's what we wanted. We wanted a Roe guy to win. But at the end of the day, like it's every yeah. man for himself right, once right, it gets right. down to that nitty gritty. So you're like, but that rogue guy was really supposed to be me. Yeah. So no, I'll never I, say it was supposed to be me. He, you right. came close. You made it to the final four, final three, final three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We actually came down to a Roe versus Impact situation with yep. the final four. It was us two against uh, Josh Alexander and uh, Willie Mack. Yep. Yeah, and I, dude, I really like watching Mac wrestle. I've been following him since he was on Lucha Underground. It's the first yep. time I really saw him. So mm-hmm. I didn't even know he was really going to be there. So when he popped out, you know, I kind of popped just because I'm a you know, fan. I say was big, big Lucha Underground fan. Yeah. So. Right. He's extremely talented. He's a big guy. 280 yeah. pounds. He can move. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. I hey, mean, here's a comment from Miranda. She said, all day, my kiddo is wearing her all day shirt at kids camp today. Is that going on at, at the, the awesome. World Gym Arena? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's going on right now. That's yeah. awesome. Tomorrow, that tomorrow's awesome. their big show. They perform at uh, noon tomorrow at the World Gym Arena. And that's, yeah, that's beautiful. I've seen a few of those kids, kids shows. Yeah. yeah. Some of those kids Super can really cool. go, too. Yeah. <laughs> what, what ages? Uh, I believe from 9 to 11. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So that, that's a good age. That's a good, maybe that's yeah. where we can start Kurt at. You get thrown around. Nah, the I, I wouldn't want him to get discouraged. <laughs> <laughs> he's not even here to defend himself. Sorry, buddy. He actually injured himself bending over. He commented, he's in oh Florida right now. He said, my vacation's on hold. My back is out. I'm like, what happened? What are you talking about? He said, I bent over and my back is hurt. My vacation's on hold. I'm like, you're, on, you're in Florida already. It's not on hold. You're wasting right. your could, vacation yeah. time. Don't bend just, over. Like, he's getting old. He is getting oh, old, man. Man. <laughs> 
Yeah, I, I saw y'all's uh, little duel, the the sword <laughs> yeah, fight. Yeah, I saw that oh, too. that was great. Yeah, that was fun. That was fun. You know, we went back and watched the. T- so Kurt. Me and him edited it together, and he was like putting all these slow motion jumps for himself. And I'm like, dude, I obviously, if you break it down to slow motion, I hit you first. But yeah. he had the crowd, like he was an underdog there for a bit, and he had the crowd behind him. And so the judge and the human error, I was like, dude, you hear two pops, pop, yeah. pop, pop. pop. Mm. It's distinct, but uh, it's so much fun. You I love going to the yeah. replay, Guardy. You should throw that out to the board. Of judges, <laughs> take it back. He ended up winning, right? I won. I won oh, in okay. overtime. Yeah, yeah. You were you were killing him though. I was. I feel so lost. I gotta check this out. <laughs> it, they, so it was like a was it a fencing club or a martial arts club? It's martial arts, but they do something called stick fighting. It's a it's a com- competition where they just kind of you're trying to score points. Yeah, okay. I did that at the Renfest with a uh, sword. Ah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, it's some guy who was challenging everybody. So me and my friends walked up, and I almost walked away with a victory. Oh. Untrained. Like you should have came off the top of something. I know, I know. That'd have been really stupid. Count them W's no matter where they come from. You're, you're just collecting them. That's no what I'm saying. Them. I'm just, I'm just a competitive guy. I'm a fun guy, uh, you, but I'm a competitive guy. You win, and at the end, you're like, "Where's my belt?" They're like, "We don't have belts in fencing." Mm, yeah, like, yeah. Where's I want a belt. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'll take it, but I don't know how it's gonna fit. Yeah. yeah. How was it, uh, Mr. Steen, coming back to Booker's place? Uh, it was, was it? uh, it was a little bit of an adjustment because it's a lot more, um. It's a lot more of a challenge this time around, for sure. Mm-hmm. It's uh, a lot more difficult to make it to the show. But uh, I always say, if you know, if, you, if this is really what you want to do, and you put your head down, and you work hard, you know, good things will happen for you. Yeah. But it's not it, for everybody. I will say that. Is it? How is it working with someone like Booker T, who is a he's a living legend? Yeah. It's uh, it's, it's truly an honor. First of all, like they even just get critique from him on a like daily basis. He's at that gym at least two to three times a week. Constantly giving you advice, constantly looking at your matches, looking at film with you. It's just, uh, I- I'm honored. It's a privilege, really. Oh my gosh! Now I see why he got that award. Oh god! <laughs> oh my gosh. Hey, like you said, are w- you sure? W, bro. Are you sure you're the uh, you're the baby face? Oh Come on, gosh. Gosh. I, like that. <laughs> I like that. No, it's it's awesome. It's it's pretty cool. Like I've always said this uh, to everybody I've talked to. Um, the guy you see on TV is the guy you get in real life. So. Um, there's a reason why he's so successful and like he's been to the places he's been because he just brings that charisma wherever he goes no matter what he's doing yeah yeah my feelings are kind of hurt that he's doing the you know the espn hall of fame thing when we're literally down the street and just as big i mean yeah i couldn't find a parking spot out there i know i thought me and brad were friends like brad like what's up man like keep, come on keep dude. it local man yeah, yeah local right now, when you started out well when I, when I first really like i said i saw you in other promotions saw you kind of pop out uh part of legion mm-hmm. um and legion's kind of known as like almost a stepping ground for a lot of guys to yeah. step into legion and then kind of break out on their own um, what was the big departure? How did you actually separate from Legion? What, who makes that call? Like, where does that come down? How long does it take usually? Or, or I, I think it's different for everybody. Um, and usually that's, I don't know if that's from Booker T or the producers or like Kevin Bernhardt himself, who pretty much runs the whole show. Yeah. Uh, I, I think uh, sometimes it comes down to if you're ready or not. And then sometimes it comes down to do they still need you in that group or not? Right. And I think uh, I think I was ready a lot uh, sooner than I actually broke out. But there were uh, yeah, there were just a lot of like things that needed to be done. Like they couldn't just leave that group to itself. I actually I wasn't even supposed to be there like for the nine months that I was in it. But um, you know they they needed somebody to 
do the singles matches, do the tag matches, yeah. and like somebody they could trust, somebody that that could actually perform for them. You know, as somebody in the audience, it was kind of funny because you knew you just kind of saw you just you know pulling the curtain back a little bit, like. This guy doesn't isn't real legiony, and this yeah. crowd is not acting like he's. Le- you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You, were, you had the shirts. You, you look up and you see all the 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 all day shirts all over the place. Yeah. And like it, it was it was funny to. I'm surprised again. Like you said, you were in Legion as long as you were, and then when you broke out, it just seemed like an easy transition. Okay, this makes more sense. Right. Yeah. But for, like you, know. you got to understand, like um, there can only be one guy with the ball. So yeah. you know everybody has a part to play and. Right. You know, sometimes it's not your time. Even if you think like this is what you should be doing, right? Like sometimes you, that's not that's not in the cards, or other people don't think that's what you should be doing. So you got to build the just, trust. You got to build the trust. So they well, you can build the trust, and you just put you just do like what's given to you, and you perform yep. to the best that you can, and just show them like your worth. Yeah. Who besides each other? Because we know this is, has been a war going on. Yeah, we've for, been doing this for, for like five months. For a while, for a you while. know, who 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 would you love to be in the ring with, or who do you love to be in the ring with at Reality Wrestling, and who inspires you as wrestlers? I'll let you go first. I, I think for at Reality Wrestling, for me, it's Gino. I just uh, as, he's such an incredible hard worker, putting in the time, and he just uh, I really believe he's going to make it to the next level without a doubt. I just yeah. he's got he's just something about him, just something special. Outside of uh, Row. I mean, I'd love to go back in time and wrestle Macho Man. <laughs> oh, heck yeah. God, <laughs> big big awesome. fan of Macho Man. Or, or Bret Hart. Those are two of the guys I've, I idolized growing up or looking back on watching film. Yeah, Bret Hart, you got attacked in the ring the other day. And then oh, that, that dude got yeah. uh, messed up of him. Yeah, he yeah. did. <laughs> that was at uh, WrestleMania at the Hall of Fame yeah, ceremony. Fame. Yep. Yeah, that's nuts. Mm, yeah. Unfortunate. And you, Mr. Day, what do you think? Well, I think right now, um, you know, I've gone... I've had a couple matches with him uh, at other promotions and then one match here at Row, but uh, I'd say Ryan Davidson. Yeah. Um, just because he's been doing it for so long and he's so good at everything. Like, not just in the ring, he's good uh, outside of the ring. He's just got such a great mind. And so I feel like we could really do some cool things having that uh, big, tough bear versus, like, you know, a uh, smaller athletic guy. I think yeah. we could do a lot of cool things. Yeah, and I thought you had a great match too. Yeah, thank you. Oh man, I had bronchitis that uh, really that whole week, and so that was tough to get through. I came out of the curtain, um, <laughs> do my little entrance, and I started huffing and puffing like before <laughs> wow. I got down the ramp, and yeah. I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be tough." Uh, yeah, Ruth Ryan Davidson, man, is my probably one of my favorite, if not my favorite, wrestler at Reality Wrestling. Um, yeah. For the simple fact, man, we've been following it since they were with. Back in the community center in Clear Lake, yeah, and you know we're there, and he just the first time he stepped into that ring, just the way he steps in, looks around, just his facial expressions with yeah. the crowd. I'm like, this guy, this yeah. guy has it, and so I've been following him ever since. And you can learn a lot from him, grow. Yeah, really, yeah, like I sure. said, in every aspect. You know, yeah. Kurt, Kurt just chimed in and said, "Y'all are lucky. I'm not there. That that belt would be mine." So I don't <laughs> yeah. know what that means. It's some kind of hidden message, maybe. Well, the belt wouldn't fit around his waist. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. Uh, yeah. <laughs> What's he gonna do with the hurt back? <laughs> <laughs> My back. Yeah. <laughs> he needs a support belt. He's got to find one that's fit for him. Yeah. You know, um, he, I Kurt, can't believe he missed our appearance. That's what I can't believe. He yeah, didn't fly yeah. back from vacation, uh, do the appearance, and then fly back to Florida. <laughs> yeah. I can't. Yeah, I can't believe it. He talks mm. a lot of yeah. mess, right, to anybody. Truly, to anybody. Yeah. yeah, he does not care. He's he's in shock. He's just keep, keep, keep commenting, Kurt. Ice your back, man. Ice your back. Yeah. So we're talking reality of wrestling. If uh, if you have never been before, I think you have an opportunity. Is it this Saturday to go check that out? Right. Yeah, this Saturday uh, at ten thousand uh, M and F Lowry World Gym Arena uh, starts at seven o'clock. Uh, 
Doors open at 6.30. Uh, yeah, check it out. It's, it's going to be a great show. We got Ryan Davidson going against Mysterious Q in a uh, special stipulations match. We got Alex Gracia going against AQA in a uh, women's uh, diamonds division uh, championship match. Uh, we also have uh, a former reality wrestling champion returning. We we don't know who it is, but uh, it should be just a great show. And we have me and Will once again. Hopefully, uh, I end it once and for all with you, buddy. More it, at stake this time. Is yeah. this it? More is this stake. the final? Like, uh, we'll see. That's, that's that's my plan. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Right. <laughs> you're like, look, I already, yeah. you know, we've already done this. If yeah. you go over, you're like, I beat him. He has to go back in line. Yeah, to fight sure. his way back up. Yeah, absolutely. And that's just how things work. You get a shot, and if. You know where does uh, where does La Familia play into all this? Because that's literally who you, in theory, took the belt from. He lost it in a battle royal, but still, I think he's probably next in line. Yeah, he's right. got to be for sure. Yeah. How, yeah. How did you jump up before he got his? Uh, I I think um, me being in the end of that battle okay. royal, coupled with the fact that um, you know I've got a couple victories over Brendan, pushed me to the top of the line. You know, he's he's the guy we're shooting for now, and I think if anybody deserves a shot. Excuse me. If anybody has earned a shot, mm-hmm. I think it's me. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, is there is there uh, uh, rumors or rumblings that I might be starting right here that Will Day might be joining La Familia? <laughs> for, I will. Uh, I will nip those in the bud. Uh, you know. Yeah. You know. You never. Yeah. You can never Zero say never with wrestling. I saw that new Cadillac. Right. You know, right? <laughs> He's practicing on the accordion. It does have hydraulics. <laughs> yeah. You know, so. family. <laughs> right. That's good. I don't. I don't know if I have what it takes to be a wrestler. But if I did, I'm pretty sure I would end up in La Familia. Yeah, it's, it's which a I'm thing. I'm not sure is fair. <laughs> I, I think hey, so. I don't know why. I have no name? idea why. Garcia? Yeah, if you're in yeah. La Familia. Yeah. 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 So, no, I, I really love I thought, uh, speaking of the impact, just to put those guys over, I think uh, uh, Vega and De La Cruz tore it up with, with the Rascals. I honestly hadn't seen the Rascals before. Like I said, I wasn't a big right. impact follower yep. um, in the energy in that ring. You know, I actually walked in kind of late, walked in. Um, where De La Cruz is hitting the the accordion on the stage, and I'm like, all right, it's a good time for me. Good I felt like I was in. being, um, you know, serenaded. My, my, yeah, serenaded yeah. coming in. And um, man, I, like I said, that's, that, I think that kind of set the tone. I know there was a match before, but I missed it. I think it was a, a women's match. Yeah, it was uh, Jordan Grace versus uh, Alex, Alex Cross. Yeah, yeah, and so I didn't catch that one, but I can say for that one, that one match set the tone for the night, and I really felt like the the road guys really stepped up. So it was really cool being yeah. a fan. Um, you know, it's like. <laughs> My babies are growing. Yeah, they're growing yeah, yeah. up. Right? They're a great so. tag. Uh, they're definitely in line for the tag tiles soon. Yeah, sure. absolutely. Yeah. So. Hard workers. It, it, hard workers, and they've been like performing better and better each time they get yeah. in the ring, yeah. especially as a group. Uh, I th- I think uh, you know they'll get there just too. For yeah. sure. Is the hardest match of the night the first, the opener? No. I, I honestly love opener. Me, yeah. I love setting the tone. I love like getting the crowd into it. For me, I like opener and then main. But yeah. like, uh, I feel like. It's for me. I think in the middle, somewhere in the middle, is kind of the toughest. Where because like the crowd's seen a few matches at this point, and they still got a couple more matches to go. I think anywhere like after intermission or like some maybe before it, that's around the time. I think it's a little challenging. Now stepping into the ring, are you tempted to do something that nobody's ever seen before, and is that dangerous? Like, oh, for sure. I, I always want to be different. I always want to go out there and do something no one before me on the card has done before. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think you always want to take chances, especially in big, um, like for this Saturday, for example, we got a title match. We're going to be definitely taking chances, you know, for sure, and trying to, you know, give it all we can to the crowd. And I shared a video recently of a gentleman, I believe from Japan, I didn't catch a name, but actually set himself on fire from oh. the top rope. Did you see oh that? Oh my gosh, I don't no. know. So, so there's, <laughs> a guy, there's a guy <laughs> laying nothing. on a table, yeah. and I Come guess, Saturday. <laughs> I, I guess the assumption was, I'm going to jump through the sky through this table, 
and it's gonna the impact's gonna put out the fire. Mm. Well, this guy bounces off the table, rolls onto the ring, rolls off the ring onto the mats, which are flammable. So now oh, they're no. on fire, and then he starts oh, running no. through the crowd because he's just trying to put himself out. Yeah. And the crowd spreads. Yeah. That's a lawsuit, wait. You know, yeah. so, <laughs> it's Japan. Maybe they have to do things differently over there. I don't know. You I don't know. know. I've yet to go. You need to ask uh, Rex was, Andrews or uh, Ryan uh, Davidson, uh, right? Alex right. Gracias. Or Alex. Yeah. 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 Didn't uh, uh, High End just come back from? Oh yeah, Japan. Sure. Oh yeah, I think so. Would y'all go? Oh, absolutely. To yeah. Japan? Yeah. What do you think twice? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it is it difficult getting that chance to go out there? Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure yeah. you got to have some kind of connection. I think yeah. I think just like getting over there in that international market, um, especially like as a guy who's not on a national platform now or a global platform now, of course it's like extremely hard. Um, Somebody has to take a chance on you, I believe. Yeah. 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 And that yeah. has to happen. Mm-hmm. And I think you have to do something to really stand out to, to catch those yeah. eyes. Yeah, yeah, like so. set yourself on fire. <laughs> I think I was already there. He was already he was already part of the oh, okay, okay. Japan He was already market. in Japan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he was like, I'm trying to get to America. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, that could be the ticket. Right, right. Ticket. So it was rough. It was a rough, you know, I think I uh, posted like, and they say re- wrestling's fake. And so this guy's just like going at it. Speaking fire. of uh, Ryan Davidson one more time. So he's been to the, the land Japan and then all the way to the great land of Canada as yeah. well, so he's. I, I yep. see him every time he goes to a different continent. I guess he puts on a patch, so his yeah. patches are are going up, man. The jacket's yeah. getting, you know, the jack yeah. getting filled up. So, yeah, um, I don't know how hard it is to break into that Canadian market, but you know, I think it's still pretty tough. I, you still got to like have a passport. I, I don't know if you have to have a visa. I yeah. think if you're only going over there for a weekend, you don't need that. But if you go over there for a tour, I think uh, yeah, there's a lot of paperwork that needs to be done. Mm. Have y'all had the chance to wrestle at uh, Kiefer Bartex? promotion yeah new, new texas, texas pro yeah, wrestling yes. how's that going great great i think they've got something really cool really special i think uh they're and they're not staying in one city so they're not like just building a fan base like in one area they're going to multiple cities that's what i love about them they're just making a name for themselves at whichever town they go into yeah. i wrestled for them in abilene and that crowd was electric and i imagine it's the same way in uh, san marcos wherever else yeah yeah, yeah yeah they're in I can't even like put a region because they're literally going everywhere. They're going down to the yeah. border. They're going all the way up to Abilene. They're going close to Dallas. They're going to Austin, San Antonio, San Marcos, and uh, they're doing everything right. They're taking steps in making sure that they're going to be around for a while. Are there a lot of promotions that do that? The travel, or is that kind of like an old school thing? Like, hey, we're setting up here and we're wrestling. I feel like most places are playing it. So yeah, I feel like they're definitely stepping out and doing something different. New yeah. Texas for sure. There's, I think there's only like a. Uh, oh, does Inspire do it? I don't know. No. no, so I, I yeah, think there's only like three in Texas, and that's yeah, Lions that's right. Pride, that's uh, Main Event, and that's uh, New Texas. Everywhere, everywhere else has their fan base in their city, and they yeah. have the same fans coming. And you know, you try and get new fans. It's it's harder when you're in the same city, uh, doing the same marketing yeah. and advertising. But you know, we'll see what happens. I think uh, I think they're doing a good thing by trying to get as many people on their bandwagon as they can. And they got great posters, they got great talent. Um they've got great like producers and um people who run the place. Uh Terrell Tempo and Kiefer Bartek are the guys in charge and those are two guys that have good brains like For wrestling. Yeah. 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 I like what uh Kiefer's doing out in heavy metal too with his old sheriff gimmick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He comes out and he's like, I'm the sheriff of him, and the crowd just hates him. And he has like a scarf around his <laughs> yeah. neck. I saw him. He had so. a three step draw with the great Scott. Uh, yeah, I think yeah, last I saw week. that. They really were like finger gunning it. Bow, bow, yeah. bow. I was supposed to wrestle uh, the sheriff on August 1st. Are you? I'm, look, I'm looking forward doing to it. it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, I've seen you it. wrestle. Is it the circus? Is it in Austin? Wrestle or? Circus. Yeah. How was that? 
that's awesome. Mm-hmm. It's a massive show. That's got a big national platform. Um, I've gotten a lot of um, followers from there, and I think, uh, man, I, I don't know. It's it's a crazy, crazy show. It's it's really fun. It's completely different. It's like a super indie show. So you got all these big names coming from everywhere. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I'm in a match with Darby Allen uh, on July 28th. Oh, that'd be good. I yeah, like Darby. Yeah. yeah, so him and Priscilla Kelly are going to be facing me and Alex Gracia, and then I think Andrew Everett and Rosemary. So it's mm-hmm. like a triple threat intergender, intergender tag match. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Let me ask you guys this. So we're talking, and you kind of came in with a wrestling fan, so we know, like, hey, this is what's up. Yeah. Somebody's out there listening and be like, I don't understand. Why do you guys do what you do? So let me ask you, what do you love about wrestling? And somebody who is not a fan, what would you say to them? Like, why do you do what you do? Uh, I love the storytelling. I love the drama. I love uh, the characters. I, for me, I just I was drawn to it. You know, I was like these larger than life people from the moment I was a kid. I was like, that's what I want to do. You know, I, for me, uh, yeah, I, I just it's just all that combination of those things for sure for me. Yeah, for me, it was just a uh, it was a combination of things that I really really enjoyed, and that's uh, performing, whether like acting in theater, which I had done a handful of times in the past, and then sports. So you have like the perfect mesh of these two. And then, like, when I'm watching sports, I don't, like, I like when people are, like, very, very good, but I also really get invested in characters. And I get invested in, like, like Conor McGregor or Ronda Rousey are the only people I would watch in MMA. Like, I don't I don't really care for MMA that much, but I really got invested in their characters because, like, they drew something in me emotionally. And I think that's what we try to do um, to our fans, to, like, people who have maybe never watched wrestling before because if you're going to watch if you've never seen wrestling before and you watch it I don't know if you'll be super drawn to it but if you see somebody who draws you like as a character or as a person I think that's where you really make the connection I saw a promo that you did I think it was with Alex Gracia where there was some pink and she was like trying to get you ready for yeah, some stuff that was for Wrestle Circus yeah yeah what what were what was going on there? I watched it. I watched it two times. I was like, man, he's looking good. You know, like it's, it's yeah. coming out good. Like, yeah, yeah. She was she was uh, preparing me for the match, so we were um, <laughs> we were getting ready, and so she told me to meet her at some some place some address at nine a.m. And I was like, okay, you know what? We're I gonna do that. we're gonna get ready for this match. All right, let's go. So I get there, and she's like, okay, put this robe on. She gives me a tan. <laughs> she's like, lay down. She gives me an eyebrow wax. Um, gosh, she gave me a haircut. And finally, I was like, okay, okay, now we got to actually, like, physically prepare for, you know, this match. It's an intense match. And um, she's like, oh, and the thing she keeps saying the entire time is just trust me. And so <laughs> after, like, the fourth time of her saying that, I'm like, oh, my gosh, okay, this is the last time. She brings me, she gives me a facial, and I'm like, all right, that's it. Get out of <laughs> here. I, I, I got to be alone right now. I got to prepare. She gets out, and I'm like, Ah, big sigh of relief. Put the cucumbers on my eyes and I lay back. Yeah, so it, it was fun like to do. Out. Yeah, and you know what? I think him and I do very well is like uh, doing something outside of the box like that, not just screaming at the TV, yeah. saying, "Hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna beat this guy up, and you should come watch me beat this guy up." It's like I said, people invest emotionally into things, and I think. That is a way to garner new fans. That's a way to garner, like, the same fans by doing something different. And uh, we always look to do something special and something just outside of the outside box, the like box, I said. Sure, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
you know, we're talking, you're talking about New Texas Pro, you're talking about uh, Wrestle Circus hitting up all these um, promotions, and people just hear us talking, like, oh, okay, well, they went to this other place, but right. there's hours in between your location and where yeah. that is. Yeah. Let me ask you guys, keep it at PG, do you have any crazy road stories hanging out with these wrestlers that you can share on the air? Mm. Hmm. PG? <laughs> I think uh, you just... Uh, yeah, you're like, you eliminated 90% of my uh, yeah, stories. Yeah, a crazy road story that's PG? Yeah. That's going to be tough. Nah. I, I think I might have one from back in the day. Um, I went to this uh, promotion out in Killeen, Texas, me and Ryan and a couple other guys. And uh, me and Ryan were we were trying to tip over a cow. We were like, we got to do it. <laughs> we, we wanted to do our whole lives. <laughs> so we see this cow pasture. <laughs> no, we get out, hop over the uh, the barbed wire uh, fence, whatnot, <laughs> head over to cow. And, uh, yeah, cows will chase after you. You know, they're not just going to stand there. Like, He's like, I didn't know that at the time. <laughs> I didn't know that. So yeah. we get there, just this cow that just emerges from the water and starts running full speed ahead of us. And we hop over. I just, that's, I mean, that was the craziest thing I've ever, ever seen as far as road stories. Oh, that's that's awesome. PG, at least. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's awesome. We'll so so the, did the cow get tipped or no? Oh, no. We ran. We ran like, <laughs> oh, yeah. like two like, little kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's awake. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Have, you, have you guys, uh, have y'all had y'all like mark out moment where you step in the ring or step in the locker room with a guy that just, you know, and, and there's there's a, there's a thing with wrestling. It's like you can't you can't overact you can't act like you like this guy too much or be too excited mm-hmm. in the locker rooms. You got to keep it cool. But on the inside, has there been somebody you've met or come across that has had y'all screaming like little kids on the inside? Uh, I think when I did the extra work for WWE, uh, when I went in the catering and saw Ric Flair, I thought Are you kidding I had me? to pinch myself like, oh my. <laughs> Woo, you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the coolest moment You're of my life. Your breath. Yeah. Did you give him like a head nod or just be like yeah, a fist yeah. bomb? That's what oh, I no, I, just, like, hey. no, I just watched it from afar while he was, you know, filling up his plate, just being like, he wow. He watched him from afar. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Huh. I was too nervous. And then he made your plate the exact you. same way. He, what did he get? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. Once, yeah. One of this, one Extra of corn. It's <laughs> <laughs> the secret. Three shots of vodka. <laughs> All right. What about you, Will? Because you've had that WWE opportunity as well. Yeah, oh, no. Try. Yeah, absolutely. And um I I really I think to me, um I don't really get like that and uh I felt like I like when I was there, uh the couple times that I was there, uh I felt like I belonged and I feel like, you know, like this this is where I should be. This is like this is what I want to do and these are the people I want to work with. So I didn't really have that feeling. Um but I did go to WrestleMania last year and I was walking through the, uh, what's the convention that they do? Uh, it's like WrestleCon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, George R. Brown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so they, they have this WrestleCon where they have, like, all these legends and all these wrestlers, and they, like, give autographs to the fans mm-hmm. and, like, take pictures with the fans. And I'm there, like, as a wrestler, so I'm just kind of hanging out with other dudes there. And, you know, I see, like, Bret Hart. That's, that's pretty cool. I see, like, um, all these big names. And then um, I just happened to walk by and i see uh stone cold and i'm like oh my god yeah <laughs> like that's the, the very first match you ever watch like that's my all-time favorite and i like looked at him i was like oh man that's really cool i gotta walk away now I, like because i because yeah. i didn't want to like yeah. fangirl out i didn't want to be like oh my oh my god yeah. <laughs> man, man that's my thing i hang out with a lot of wrestlers i talk i used to run a podcast called chop the chest radio which uh, uh spoiler alert it's in it's in talks of being resurrected but oh my uh, gosh i know right and so um i, I really appreciate when wrestlers can be fans you know yeah. what i'm saying because yeah. i think a lot there's just like the stigma of like 
oh, we got to be too cool. We can't. We're in part of the business. We can't be. And so, man, when I see guys do have those moments of like getting yeah. getting into it and, and being excited, just being in the presence of these guys, I mean, the heroes, the guys that that guided your path on doing what you're absolutely. doing. Yeah. Uh, man, I get excited about that. Yeah, you know, so I think that's super cool, and I, I want to give a platform to people. For wrestlers to be excited, because I think sometimes it's kind of like, oh, you can't, you don't want to, you know what I'm saying? I know it's unprofessional if they're in your locker room and be like, let me get your autograph. You know, that's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I think but, that's a little step too far. But yeah. but I think also in the same light, people don't appreciate or like show that they like things because they're like, oh, well, you know, I'm a wrestler. I, you know, I'm yeah. not going to freak out over somebody who's going to do this cool thing or who's going to... um you know these these people coming in. I'm not going to act like that's not a big deal. Like because you you should enjoy what you do. You right. should you should enjoy the people that you work with, and you should like have fun and be like, wow, like this moment right here. This is why like I wanted to do this. This is why I got in here is because of like uh, Rey Mysterio's coming. Like how how cool is that when right. Rey Mysterio came to reality wrestling? I wasn't here for that, but like if I if I would have been, you don't recognize him because you don't know what he looks like without a mask, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But still, like you got to take a moment to like appreciate everything and i think a lot a lot of that gets lost because people are trying to be too cool like you said you know i think also like you know you're on the card you're on the main card wrestling in texas and there's people that you know they want and they're working to what y'all are doing and if y'all like even take that time to be like man i see you hey man that that's awesome you're doing a great job keep it up you know that means a lot to to those people who are up and coming and and you're living their dream right now yeah for sure yeah absolutely and and people at our level i think that happens a lot like when you go to other shows, people do say that to you. I think that more so people stay away from it when you see like a top guy coming. Bret Hart. In. Yeah, you don't yeah. want to. You don't want to go up to him and be like, "Oh my gosh, like you're the reason why I got into this," which mm-hmm. is you know probably why the reason one of the reasons why he got into well, it. Bret Hart's like one of his all time favorites. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know musicians are the same way. I mean, you playing music. Yeah. I met my career from MXPX, and I was just like, uh. I can I couldn't find words. I was yeah. just like, thank you, you know, like just yeah. No, I met my career from MXPX one time, and I totally fan. I, <laughs> I, I said, bro, your your uh, your music was a, the soundtrack to my, you know, to my, my life. life. And he's like, oh, cool, thanks. Signed my record and walked away. And I was like, <laughs> same thing. Like we yeah, could have yeah. hugged, bro. We could have hugged or something. Yeah, it was awkward. I it mean, I had super. my buddies there too, and they're just like, you uh, weirded him out. I was like, maybe uh, so, dude. But. I totally did because I I just happened to have a record. I was at a show. And he just happened to step off the stage, and I just ha- I didn't wait for him. I just happened to be standing there. I look up, and he's walking at me, and I'm the first one coming off the stage. It was like when, when they were in there, like not so big. Like now, it'd be harder to do that, but you know, because yeah. they went through like a big movement, MXPX, smaller movement. Now they're getting big again. But um, and I was just standing there. I happened to have a vinyl, and I was like, uh, do you. You want to sign it, like you yeah. know, and so while he's signing, I'm telling him he's like, "Thanks, kid." Like we're probably almost <laughs> close to the same age. Like, yeah, it was, it was bad. Like I was like just heartbroken. Like, oh, yeah. Um, I did meet the guys from Slick Shoes one time. Hung out with them in an elevator. <laughs> we happened to meet the same hotel. Was that Alvin? And we no, it Where, was uh, we're in, I think we went to Dallas. To go what was see that him. Alvin venue called? Uh, the Journey. The Journey. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, anyways, that was a long time ago. We're but talking to, about reality of wrestling. We, are. we have some superstars <laughs> in studio. You know, a we short do. segment for for music for, that for MXPX. Yeah. Well, Respect. Variety, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So music. this Saturday, the bell is on the line. You know, I'm going to be honest. If I was the champion and I was just, you know, I got my belt, I'd be like, okay, we're going to wait like a week or two, three before I, I, I risk this. Yeah, yeah. Somebody over there doesn't like me. 
Yeah. They're, already, you know, <laughs> they're like, yeah, put you're me out. in another title match. Well, and it's a street fight. Yeah. Like, I just a won week this away thing. From, a week away from winning it. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So well, I mean, but you, that's what a champion does. They defend it. They you know, saw, they saw day day the out. the week of business that that did with him as champion, and they really needed to change it. <laughs> okay. They're like, oh my gosh, like get the title off this guy. We need to make some money. He's a lies. <laughs> it's gonna be exciting. It's, yeah, gonna, it's gonna be, be really exciting. cool. It's gonna be really cool. We have a meet and greet before the show, so uh, come out for that. Uh, the show starts at seven, like you said, at mm. ten thousand M at F Lowry Expressway, meet uh, greets, right here meet in Texas City. Five, right. Uh, I'm not sure what time it's at. Okay. Uh, you know, look on the website realityofwrestling.com or just like on any social media site, and that'll be posted here imminently, I believe. I wonder who the former champ is. Do you have any guesses? For the former champ of that belt? Well, no, the former. They, they, there's a former champion that's going to be making an appearance, but no. it's mystery. I, I'm, I'm guessing Rex. It has to be Rex. You got to come to find out. You got to come Man. to find out. You know, I um, let me let me ask you this while we're here. Um, we're talking reality of wrestling. We're talking pulling the curtain back a little bit. Yeah. Um, so you guys are Will all day and Brendan Scene, but you're also these characters that we play. You know, yeah. you got into it for the show, for the entertainment. Um, who is Will all day and who is Brendan Scene as characters? For people who maybe haven't set foot in reality of wrestling, and this is going to be the 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 element that pulls them into the door. I think Brendan Steen is somebody who'll do stop at nothing to get what he wants for sure. Yeah. Uh, a little bit of a lunatic, I would say, for sure, from Jersey. Uh, you know, I uh, I came on the scene making a mark for the day one, like my first match, and that's what I've been trying to do every every time I step out there. And uh, I'll give you a show. If you come out here, yeah, that's one thing I can promise you, you'll be entertained. That's mm-hmm. one thing I can promise you when you come see my match. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, whether the lights are on or off, I think uh, Will Alday's the same guy. <laughs> Truly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, I, there are people that say that, you know, he's an underdog, you know, because he's, like, undersized. He's not, like, one of these big six-foot-two right. monsters. But uh, I'll tell you this right now, that I'm not an underdog, and I've never been an underdog because I've just been that good, and I've believed that I'm that good ever since I started. And so, you know, um, people can say what they want, but every single time I go out there, I prove it, and... You know, this Saturday is going to be no different. Hmm. I'm excited. He's like shaking his head over there. I don't know. He's like, I'll let him talk on the radio. <laughs> yeah. talk about it. You, can, you can have this. <laughs> Saturday's my night. <laughs> yeah, it's all on the it's all on the line this Saturday. Yes, it is. Yes. I like that. I like that, yeah. too. Yeah. Very, nice. Very nice. Boom. Nice. Boom. <laughs> Mr. Gardner Garcia, any more questions? I'm trying to think. For the I, I mean, is there anything superstars? else you'd like to share? Anything at all? Uh, I'd like to share that, um, you know, whether this is the last time or not, uh, I've said this in every interview, so I'll keep it going. I think he's probably my, um, I he's probably my greatest opponent that I've ever had. Uh, I've had, like, the best matches of my career with him. Um, I've had the most fun going out there and beating the heck out of each other. Um, it's It's just been fun, and it's not only been fun, but it's been great. And I think um, if you come out to this show or even if you watch some of our past shows, you'll realize that and you'll see, like, yeah. how special this rivalry truly is. Yeah. Without sounding too sappy, the feeling is definitely mutual. Yeah. He definitely brings the best out of me, and my best matches are with him. And if you want to see something really special, come out this Saturday and see me and him go at it, for sure. Wow. And we got a title line, so we're definitely going to bring it, everything yeah. to the wall. Yeah. So who do you feel is better? 
What's well, that? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. So who's, who's better? <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're going to sew up the show today. Thank you so much for hanging out with us, and we appreciate y'all. And y'all are welcome back anytime. Thank, Thank you, so you much. guys for having us. We pleasure to be here. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Be blessed, guys.